I might as well mention this because, you know, I, I guess it is kind of a big deal. You know, we're, we're trying to grow the channel here. This is Johnny Bean. You guys, what's up? It's Tuesday. And as, as you can see on your screen, I have a future giveaway prize on the channel here. YouTube, well, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. So if you want to be in the running to win this eventually, I think we had said, you know, at least the couple hundred thousand subscriber mark. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to this channel on YouTube if, if you, well, hey, if you like guitars, I mean, this is the place you want to be, you know, especially Tuesdays. I mean, it's called exclusively Van Halen. If you like Van Halen, I mean, this is definitely the place. Look at all the people here tonight. Yeah, we got people here. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. And we're gonna talk some Van Halen tonight. So let's uh, let's do this. By the way, speaking of giveaways, I've got a, a couple magazines. We'll give one away or, or two or I don't know. We'll see. We'll try the uh, uh, we'll try out the old giveaway uh, thing again. All right, you guys. This is exclusively Van Halen for Tuesday, November twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, eight oh seven p.m. Eastern 507 Pacific. All right, here we uh, here we go. Hey, this is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching exclusively Van Halen on the Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! See ya. Okay, there we go. I, I see uh, eligible users for tonight's giveaway. Hey, what's up, dudes? <laughs> Little what's different tonight. Everybody? Hey, what's up, you guys? Johnny Bean here, Ron Gunner, Fretworks Guitar Repair. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, Peggy, how you doing? What's up, you guys? Hey, my name's Johnny Bean. If this is your first time here, we have a lot of new people here. I think over the past uh, month, we, I think we've we've gained like 110 new subscribers just in the last 30 days. We have a lot of new people here. So I just want to say I'm Johnny Bean, and Tuesdays we talk all things Van Halen. We, I call this show exclusively Van Halen. We do Van Halen news. We do giveaways of Van Halen items. Uh... We talk trivia, we talk, uh, you know, the guitars, music, all that stuff. Uh, I call this OE81 Tuesdays here on Johnny Bean TV, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Uh, and again, you saw that. Yeah, that's a, a guitar I've had for, uh, well, since 1992. And I've decided to uh, make it a giveaway prize on the channel here. So it'll be sometime in the future. But uh, you must subscribe to the channel to be eligible for uh, well, the giveaway, or all giveaways on the, on the channel here. But tonight, <laughs> we're 
We've got uh, a couple magazines. Thank you again to Chris King, our friend from uh, from Facebook. He sent these in. A couple magazines here. We'll do one or let's do both. Why not? Let's there do both. Go. So what we're gonna do, you guys, is we did a, we did a giveaway. Uh, what was it? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday. I think it was. So the way we're we're gonna run the giveaways from now on, I guess is it's like a, a random number uh generator thing so what happens is when i say when i say go and that'll be you know into the show let's say like an hour and a half in or, or you know close to the two hour mark whatever whatever we decide to do tonight uh i'm gonna say go and you guys type numbers into the chat on youtube on facebook on twitch and let's just go ahead and say thank you to our the top tier of our channel members here on YouTube. We have channel membership. If you'd like to help support the channel and support these shows, channel membership is an excellent way to help support. You get your name in green in the chat, like Music Therapy Laz. I see you in the chat, man. Let's see who else is here. Janice Lala, your name is in green in the chat. Michael B. Live, your name is in green. Ron, you're, you're, you're in green as well. Yes, sir. I see you guys. You guys are channel members. Top tier channel members are the executive producers. And uh, you get your, your shout outs at the top of the every uh, talk show. And currently, uh, you're Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit, Michael B. Live, CC, Nova 9, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, R. Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co., Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitarman 45, and Janice Lala. Top time tier of say, channel members, huh? Every every time I hear you say Nova Nine, I I, I think of the the Beatles album Number Nine, Number Nine, Number Nine, mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever song that was. I don't remember. Uh, Tyler, yes, it is the Lambo Orange. Oh, right on. That's it. Look at that. Is that a Schecter? Yep. That, that that's one of the whatever Shredder, Super Shredder. Yeah. It's got it's got EMGs in it. Cool. Takes the battery in the back. I wish it had a Sustaniac. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Might put one of those in. Mm-hmm. Well, why does that have the battery? It's the EMGs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, they're active. Yeah. I see. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Yeah, I've I've played the sustainer one. Or a couple of them. Uh I think Liza's White one's a sustainer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Zach, Ryan, Bandit. What's up, you guys? What's up? Welcome. I so, ain't pink. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Lambo Orange. Yeah. I did yeah. send you the pictures, though, the two pink ones I used to have. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay, we'll check those out. They are, so, uh, what's that? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Speaking of WhatsApp, you guys, if you want to get a hold of us, 415-952-3263 is the number, and that is connected to WhatsApp. So we can actually be uh, WhatsApp friends. And I actually, I have a, uh, a WhatsApp, uh, what do you call it? I have a WhatsApp channel now. So if you'd like to uh, uh, join that, you can. I forget how, but there's... There's a way. Laz, how did you join the, my WhatsApp channel? I can't remember. 
Hey, Bandit, Bandit Country, thank you for subscribing to the channel, man. Yeah, so we're on WhatsApp. We're actually everywhere there is. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn. Let's see, Facebook. We're, we're basically everywhere. There we go. Links are in the chat of uh, if you'd like to uh, follow us everywhere there is. Uh, let's see. So we're, we're live on uh, YouTube, obviously. Oh, yeah, we got channel membership. If you'd like to help support uh, Super Chats is a great way you can help support the channel. And here on this channel, uh, Super Chats will uh, change the color of the lights in what's called the Guitar War. So if you look behind me here, you see uh, you see the guitars right here oh yeah you see a future prize you must be subscribed to the channel actually there's a lot of prizes in here there's the van halen uh van hagar box set that's a prize uh i think that michael anthony autograph that might be a prize there's different things here maybe a few more of those guitars prizes there's prizes to be mailed mailed out <laughs> um but yeah if you'd like to help help support the channel you can change the change those lights in real time and, and your question or comment will be highlighted at the top of the, the YouTube chat. So that's, uh, that's YouTube. We're also live on Facebook, Johnny Bean Facebook page. Let's see, where is that? There it is. And we got Facebook stars where you can help support the channel over there. Speaking of Facebook, we're also live in the exclusively Van Halen group. 62,000 members. I should say almost 63,000. I need, I need to change some, update some of these cards. We're also live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group, EVH Gear Fans Live page, Johnny Bean TV group. We're also live on Twitch, finally. Thank you, Twitch. Twitch is awesome. And uh, let's see, I already said that we're on Spotify, so you can listen to these, uh, these shows on Spotify. You can actually watch these shows on Spotify as well. It's pretty cool. So we, we, are, uh, we are a video podcast on Spotify now. It's very awesome. And uh, let's see, one last thing here. Uh, oh, more, more announcements. Uh, I'll be at the NAM show starting January 25th, 2024. So if you want your exclusive NAM coverage, because other channels will be bringing you this. You don't want that. You want this. If you want exclusive NAM coverage, this is the place you want to be, starting January 25th, 2024. So make sure to tune in. Subscribe. Because uh, actually, we're looking to get to 10,800 YouTube subscribers. We're very close. We're like 40 away. So very good. I, I just want to thank all of you guys for subscribing to the channel. Like I said, we have a lot of new people here. And it's just, uh, it's, it's great to do these shows for you guys. I love it. So, uh, oh, it's great, huh? <laughs> it's fun. Uh, although I, I'm just temporary till Dane comes back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he, he won't be back. He won't be back for a while. I think he said he's he's gone for the winter. So <laughs> I think in the I, maybe he'll be back in the summertime or something. I, who knows? Hopefully, well, I'll when, see him at the, when, at the Nam show. When the time changes back, you probably. Mm hmm. <clears throat> wow. Well, hey, speaking of time, look at this. We're twelve minutes into this. 
let's uh let's let's say hello let's say hello to some people hey where's everybody watching from in the chat right now where are you guys watching i'm in santa cruz ron where are you sadly ohio <laughs> you're in sadly where, ohio where, where it's actually uh 26 degrees outside right now oh my gosh uh, it's like a chilly 60 here. Oh. <laughs> 60 shorts, sandals. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys? Let me see. Michael B. Live. You're, you're a channel member. Channel members, they get like a, a, every month, they get a free like shout out right here. That's what Michael B. just used. See, he's been a member for 20 months. Thank you so much, Michael B. Live. Listening and working on the studio hey everybody good to see you man let's see let's read some comments here carlos is saying what's up johnny enjoyed the guitar center trip yesterday thank you so much dude uh, yeah a lot of times on mondays and sometimes on wednesdays i go i go to guitar center show you guys you know what's going on in there and then we just you know we just talk for like an hour or so um i ended up talking about uh uh being a musician and and uh like releasing like like music how you release music some of the steps you, you take to do that some of the benefits of releasing music some of the the uh just different you know different you know some you know from my that was experience good information it is it is and and uh we should talk more about that stuff on a, a future uh saturday night show i think i think that'll be uh that'll be cool but Carlos, thank you so much, man. Let's see. Okay, we got uh, Greasy Monkey Guitars. He's in Los Angeles. Bandit Country is in Wales, UK. Dwight Bailey. Flowood, Mississippi. Jeff Davidson is, is in his bedroom. <laughs> Too much information, Jeff. <laughs> Joey is in uh what van halen what you're watching hey oh you're on twitch hey look at that we got matching uh uh what do you call it twitch avatars let's see hub is in dallas texas carlos is in ohio uh -oh. as well what section of ohio Mm-hmm. what section carlos how big is ohio i've never been there it's uh, roughly about 280 miles across, I believe. Okay. Okay, so. cool. Cool. Holly is in Brooklahoma. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. Janice says it's 31 degrees. Uh, Ryan is in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Love Tennessee. Good to see you, man. Yeah, I was in I was in Nashville uh, some months back. Had a great time. Actually, I did a lot of live uh, vlogging, walking around. You guys, you know, some of you guys were there. Ed says pizza and beer time. <laughs> uh, Blue Mox, uh, Smoky Point, north of Seattle. It looks like. Let's see, Zach watching from. <laughs> uh jay beebs 16 degrees in illinois uh alan garber hey now what's up alan good to see you man the axe evening from uh whitby is that uh California? Canada. Canada. canada canada 
Carlos. Paul Bunyan Axe. Bellevue, Bellevue, Ohio. Bellevue. Okay. Very cool. Houston, Texas is here. Alan. Stanford, Connecticut. Janice Lala. Uh, Majestic. Uh, Lake Stevens, Washington, where it's 36 degrees. Right on, dudes. Uncle Dude, Northern British Columbia. <laughs> what's up? Scott, hey. What's up, Adam man? Scott. Good, good to see you, man. Keith H. is in Oregon. Right on, you guys. Right on, dudes. Uh, oh, oh, good. I like this. I, okay. I see exactly how this new giveaway uh, thing works. So basically, it counts everybody... I guess that everybody that's active in the chat. So it says we got 40 people watching, but we only got about 23 people active in the chat currently. So if you'd like to participate in tonight's giveaway, and again, let's do both of these. Let's, let's, do, let's do two, uh, two of these. We got Guitar World. Yeah, we got the uh, 50 Greatest Van Halen Songs of All Time Guitar World magazine right here. When, when was that? uh 2012 april 2012 so we're gonna give that away and uh, this one's not even open we have a uh uh september 2007 guitar world magazine wow. even has a dvd in there or cd rom i guess that's an old one so yeah oh wow i know that guy I know this dude. I actually, I actually worked as a right. tech for this guy one time. Have a channel ID? No. <laughs> His name's Marcus Henderson. He did uh, some of the guitar playing for Guitar Hero. I worked as a tech for him twenty years ago uh, when his band opened for In Excess. When you were nine years old? Yeah. You guys don't even know this. You guys don't even know this. I worked as a tech for this guy. For a show opening for in excess he was the guitar player in the band that opened for in excess yeah and he, he mm -hmm. uh apparently he he uh, did some of the guitars for guitar hero uh-huh yeah and he never paid me yeah that that's right i haven't seen him since <laughs> anyway he's on this dvd right here there we go actually i fixed i fixed his guitars too like over 20 years ago i, I fixed a, a few of his guitars he brought them to my house, I remember. So yeah, I knew him a long, long time ago. Told you guys, I know people. I'm not just joking around. There you go. Anyway, giving this away tonight as well. That's funny. <laughs> That's cool. There's, there should be interest on that pay now. Yeah, maybe I'll get a hold. Maybe we'll get him on the show. You know, that'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, he was in a band that opened up for NXS. Um what was that called? Canocti Harbor? Yeah, it's a one of the bigger, uh, it's a resort in uh, Napa, I think, Napa, California. Let's see, okay, we got 45 watching, you guys. We got uh, 26 eligible users for tonight's giveaway. So again, if you would like to participate in the giveaway, all you gotta do is say hi in the chat. That's all you got, or let us know where you're watching from, whatever, whatever that is. That's all you got to do. Just say anything in the chat. Um, let's see. Dan's Dan. in the hospital. Yeah, lurking from the hospital. Just want to say, want to say hello, Dan. I hope everything's okay, man. Hope everything is good. 
Let's see. We got Nicholas. What's up, dude? Awesome strat, man. I like that. That's right. Anything. Yeah. Say anything in the chat. Look at this. We're getting subscribers left and right. Dreamliner. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, let's see. EVH guitar. EVH art guitars. Fountain Hills, Arizona. Johnny Mac says, hey, now. You guys are you guys are awesome. Cheech, thanks for your your reply, Johnny. Hey, man. Oh, yeah, you sent me a text. I replied back. Yes, you're welcome, man. Yeah. Yeah, so all you gotta do, just say anything in the chat. There we go, people are, okay. That That's how we do the giveaways, okay? You have to say something in the chat, just anything. Even if you're just lurking, if you just wanna watch the show. I know a lot of you guys watch these shows on, on, like, on like the TV set. Some of you guys use uh, Roku and you're watching this on the YouTube app. You know, I, I know about all this, I, I do all that too. Um, so, you know, bring out your, your phone, open up the, you know, go to you, go to the YouTube app, click on the video and just say hi in the chat. That's, that's all you got to do. And you'll be in the running for one of the, uh, magazines tonight, Van Halen magazines. Speaking of Van Halen magazines, these are both guitar world. I just noticed speaking of Van Halen magazine and speaking of guitar world, I think it's guitar world, right? I think so. I think Wolfgang Van Halen is featured on the newest issue of Guitar World magazine. Is that the first one? First time? Of just him? I'm not sure. Because <laughs> uh, I, wonder, I wonder if he'll end up breaking his dad's record for the cover shot. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But check this out, you guys. How many of you guys have this in the, uh, in the chat? How many of you guys have this? It's an insane honor to be on the cover of the best of 2023 end of year issue of Guitar World. That's what it looks like. How many of you guys have this? I don't have it yet. I haven't seen it. But it looks like uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, The Making of Mammoth 2, and The New Frankenstein Relics Reviewed. Hmm. That's cool. There you go. And he's holding one of the SA-126 guitars. Those guitars are cool, man. When, when we saw Wolfgang in uh, Monterey, California, he played uh, maybe three models, maybe four different ones. And it looks like, we, a, it, it, we, looks like a, it was initially a 334 that they modified or a 335 Gibson. Kind of. Sort of, yeah. I think his main guitar was like a 335, a Gibson. And then people, you know, a lot of people give him crap on the internet. I mean, it's the internet. People give me crap on the internet. I mean, it's the internet, you know. Um, I remember he was, you know, when he first started playing the live shows, he was playing a Gibson 335. And people were like, hey, how come you're not playing, you know, EVH guitars? And they're, you know, whatever. And, and behind the scenes, they'd been working on uh, a signature model for for quite a while and then uh they they announced them and then laz and and myself we went down to monterey california we saw mammoth play and we were literally front i don't think we were front row we were like two people back or or whatever the video but you was, showed, showed but close. he was right there yeah 
he he was right there. oh yeah yeah let me let me uh, actually uh i can show a second of that if i can find it let's see let's see we're gonna have to change brands here for a second i like okay. the red it's not that one yeah let's see when did i show that might have might have been oh sorry it says Friday night but was it not nah, wasn't that one i do have the video in here somewhere because i i did see it let's try that one's red again okay yeah i'm not i'm not seeing the video oh i remember i i think i i uploaded it instead of of had it within the brand so we can't uh we can't show it but anyway we we were pretty much almost you know right in front and he was playing the guitars and actually well, actually I, I got photos right here let's see when what uh, that was just what a couple months ago yeah, it wasn't that long ago i think here i'll find a oh here we go here we go yeah we were literally we were right in front when was this august august 30th so we were like right in front of the stage and and when they came out yeah yeah we were like this far back you know which That's i know it looks it looks further on the photo but but for real it was it was more like this like that's how close we were so hmm. you know you could see him playing the guitars we got really good really good really good really good you know look at the guitars and stuff so and then and then actually after the show i was actually talking to his uncle patrick patrick bertinelli was i was talking to him and and, and we talked we talked about some of that stuff so it was very cool so yeah but anyway congratulations wolfgang van halen being on the cover of uh, guitar world and uh end of year issue uh oh yeah let me look at the chat did, did, has anybody got that magazine let me look i haven't even seen the chat does anybody have it holly says i don't have it yet uh jeff davidson doesn't okay maybe it maybe it's not out yet Let's see, what's up? Thimker, hey, there's 41 folks on YouTube. There's 46 people here on YouTube. You're alone in the Twitch chat? Yeah, that's okay, though. <laughs> that's all right. That's hello, okay. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> because Thimker underscore, what that does, like if you're the, like we have a guy um, uh, on Facebook, Chris King. He watches us from, from, from Facebook. He's like the only guy over there. And the thing is, if you're the only one in there and you're, you're chatting, that actually helps us from that page. So I know it, it may seem lonely over there, but you're actually helping us by being there and by saying stuff in the chat. And we can see your chat. We can see what you're saying. We can see the chat. So, oh, and you got the magazine that I sent you. Right on. Yeah, you had won a magazine recently. So you can't win today. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we like to say, you know, a, a month between winners. Although I'm thinking using this other giveaway tool that we're going to use, I'm thinking 
it won't be as random because, okay, the, the way we're doing the giveaways, we're going to try it again tonight. We did this on Saturday night. We're going to try this again tonight. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, you have to, it's a random number, uh, generator. generator. So what happens is I hit roll it. Like I press a button and it shows me the winning number in between, let's say one and a hundred. And so you guys have to have to put numbers in, in the chat. And obviously whoever picks the, the correct number wins. But I, I think that, I think that's more, I think it's more fair. I think. Maybe I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll try it again tonight. Um, it, it, this is really hard to figure this out to make it fair across every for everybody. Mm -hmm. there, there's so many ways to do it, and you're trying to figure, find the best one. Yeah, because Johnny wants to make sure it's fair. Yeah, yeah, I want to make sure it's fair, and and I mean, you guys, you guys don't want to see like like a huge like like thing behind me like that I spin with like. Well, well maybe you do. <laughs> this is going to turn into an actual game show at some point. We'll just be doing. <laughs> Peggy, come on down. You're the next contestant on Johnny B tonight. <laughs> yeah, eventually uh, this will be a game show, I think. It's a talk show now, <laughs> podcast. Eventually, eventually it'll be a game show. And it, it, I told you guys, I'm giving everything away eventually. Even the guitar more? Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> Everything. I'll be standing here in a, in a potato sack <laughs> with suspenders of guitar straps from Rocket Music Gear. Those light up straps. Remember, remember those? I still got it. You need a barrel. Of those. You gotta get still got it. Yeah, or a barrel. We'll be, you know, eventually. That's right. That's right. All right. We got 55 watching. You guys are awesome. And again, say hi in the chat. Even if you don't want to talk, even whatever. If you want to participate in the giveaway, you must say at least something in the chat. Just type a period. Type a, a number one. Type a uh VH. You know? I do I do I do this a lot of times actually. Let's see. How do you do this? Here, no, it's opposite. A lot of times when I leave comments, I do this a lot of times, and it's pretty cool. See that? <laughs> Type one of those. However I did that. That stand for very high? Yeah. <laughs> Type one of those in the chat if you want, you know? There you go. Yeah, why not? Everybody, put VH in the chat. Put VH in the chat. We just got to get you guys uh, to participate. It's all about audience participation around here. All right, we got 31 eligible users. That's cool. Go. So it's 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 growing here. Uh, all right, so let's get to some more news. Uh, we talked about Wolfgang on the cover of the uh, year end uh, uh, year end 2023 Guitar World magazine. Let me check my uh, other stuff here. Uh, okay, I saw this. I saw this, although. We actually need to find how did i find that is there any more news on the sammy dave debacle for the tour versus a show or two <laughs> um i i, I mean mainly i haven't heard anything 
mainly it's been about Joe Satriani and all those all those d bags all over the internet that you know called him out and posted videos of them playing it and you know it was really lame um there there was some of that um but uh other than that as far as the actual tour i i haven't seen any updates uh, of course uh satriani i think he was just in florida i think he just he just played a show in florida i think on his own of course he has a show coming he's a tour coming up with steve vi actually and how come i'm not playing these with uh <laughs> so this guy right here I see somebody. Hey, this is Johnny. Can you hear me? Johnny. Hey. Hey, hey, good man. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Cool. <laughs> that that guy has a tour with this guy coming up. Johnny. Hey Johnny. I'm over here. Huh? Hope Where? I'm over here. Over here, Johnny. Where are you? Oh, there hey, you are. Johnny, how you doing? This is Steve. Steve, what's up, man? Johnny. Wait, it's, re it's repeating. There we go. That's pretty cool, man. I mean, look at that. I mean, just just imagine like, like, uh, you know, being a huge, you know, Steve Vai fan and, and being a huge fan of his guitar and him like, like, sh he's basically showing me his guitar, right? Johnny. You know, I mean, look at that. Hey, Johnny. I'm over here. Hope Flow three. I'm over here. Over here, Johnny. Hey, That's Johnny, cool, how huh? you doing? This is Steve. What's up, Steve? Niley's supposed to do a couple shows on that tour with him too. Mm-hmm. Couple cool. stops. That's cool. Sounded like he was on an airplane or something. Yeah. I don't know. And there is more to that video. There's at least a couple more minutes of that. I that I only used that one section. Uh, maybe I'll upload the rest at some point. Um, basically he was talking to me and, 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 and saying cool stuff. So maybe I'll do that. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, one of his former, uh, lead singers, David Lee Roth has, a, apparently there's a new book coming out on Roth. And if I can find where I saw that, we can, we can talk about it. Where, let's see. I, I took a photo of it. Uh, oh, yeah, right here. Blabbermouth is reporting uh, how David Lee Roth changed the world. <laughs> New book due in January. Let's find this. Uh, as long as he's not like Gene Simmons, where you know, he told Eddie to put the leather on the blue jeans and all this stuff he, well according he, to roth he, he was the one that told him to paint the stripes on the guitar hmm. i don't know if you knew that he actually well, did say that on when he when he took over for howard stern on on um on the radio well no on that the charvel gang the original charvel gang mm -hmm. uh wayne charvel yeah wayne says that eddie got the idea from the beginning of the outer limits tv show Hmm. He said that's what Eddie told him. So I, you know, that's cool. That's that's pretty cool. Let me see. 
Here we go. Okay. All right. I found I found this. Although this website has a lot of pop-ups. Okay. I I found it though. Here, let's present this. There's so many stories out there because at one point Edward said that he didn't even know why he even painted the guitar like that. He just did it. <laughs> just thought it looked cool. David Lee Roth did say on his radio show that it was his idea for him to stripe it up. And then there was a band that used to play like the whiskey around the same time they did where the guitar player had a striped up Les Paul. And so people are always posting that photo saying this is where Eddie got the idea. I don't know if that's I don't know if it, which is, is the truth. And, you know, after so many years, that stuff becomes legends and, and yep. people, you know, hear things different ways. And so who, who really who really knows? I like when Carl Sandoval was saying you know, he worked on like 80 percent of the black and yellow one. And mm -hmm. when they gave it to Eddie, it was nice and pristine. And Eddie came back two weeks later and it was like laying on top of screws and bolts and all scratched up and beat the hell and back. Within two weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Surprised Dave ain't selling those shoes. <laughs> there ain't Mike Bear. Winter snow boots. 50% off, you guys. Okay, How David Lee Roth Changed the World. New book due in January. So let's, let's check some of this out. Backbeat Books has set a January 1st, 2024 release date for David Lee Roth for David DLR book, How David Lee Roth Changed the World by Darren Palteritz. OK, I know who Darren is. Right. OK, uh, book description. Let's see. What do you do after leaving one of the world's biggest bands? If you're David Lee Roth, you write a, mem a memoir, memoir, become a radio host sell a screenplay to a major studio, uh, get certified as an EMT, play Vegas, become a certified helicopter pilot. I don't know and if put I want to ride with him. <laughs> and put out bluegrass versions of your biggest hits and learn a few languages. And then you rejoin Van Halen on a reunion tour. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. Let's keep going. I just don't want to get this video in here. There Dora. we go. There we go. Um, encompass, encompassing uh, the highs and lows of a truly unusual career, DLR Book is an intimate look at the force of nature that is David Lee Roth, from his start with Van Halen to his highly publicized departure from the band and his triumphant return. Drawn on nearly 100 exclusive interviews, author Darren Halteritz uh, delves into Dave, Diamond Dave's uh, many extracurricular activities, including his unclassifiable video series, The Roth Show. Did you see a lot of those? No. The Roth Shows? No, I didn't see any of them. You didn't see any of those? No. They were kind of like video. They were kind of like, like, they were kind of like this. They were like video podcasts. Okay. And they, they were put up as podcasts, and I think a friend of mine actually might have worked on them. Uh, let's see. The rise and fall of his syndicated radio program and his line of tattoo skincare products <laughs> included. Do you have any tattoos? Me? No. <laughs> no, ink I've, on skin. I just, I just don't get it. I've never had any. People, when I was in, in uh, 
junior high, everybody was like, are you going to get a Van Halen tattoo? <laughs> it's been 10 years since I graduated high school. Still don't have one. Still don't have any tattoos. Maybe I'll get a Ned, a Ned tattoo at some point. Uh, let's yeah. see. By the way, I, I, we do have Ned t-shirts down below in the description of this YouTube uh, video. You can get a, a t-shirt with my cat on it. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Um, included are conversations with some of Roth's most popular collaborators. In, among them, Steve Vai. Here, I mean, we, we do need to kill some time. Where, where, <laughs> I do have this. I do have. Oh, there it is. Including, including Steve Vai, who we saw saying hi to me. Uh, and uh, it also included Billy Sheehan. Hey, this is Billy Sheehan. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. Okay, ready? Ready. Hola, amigos. This is your bass player, Billy Sheehan. You're watching me right here. I'm my dear friend. John, I, you, you, it went away. Oh, I no. Uh, Johnny, <laughs> I can, I can, we, we do radio IDs all the time, but if it's not written down, even if the guy is standing right there, it's a, it's a weird mental problem. You said we're dear friends, Johnny, but then you couldn't remember my name. Dear friend, uh, what's uh, Who is that? <laughs> no, it's a weird thing. Uh, whenever we do radio IDs or TV things, <laughs> if it's not written down, you're, you're lost. It's hilarious, but. Johnny B, come on, here we go. Let's do take two. I'll get it this time, I swear to God. All right. Ready. All right. Hola, amigos. This is Billy Sheehan, your bass player. Here with my dear friend, Johnny Bean. I never forget this guy. He's been so wonderful for me. <laughs> Let me do take three, sorry. Thank you, Billy. I overdid it now. Here we go. Oh. Hola, amigos. This is Billy Sheehan, your bass player. Uh, saying hello to you from the fabulous Johnny Bean show. And uh, thank you for having me on, Johnny. And... Uh, Hope I see you all around. New Talus is out. New winery dogs coming. Gracias. Billy Sheehan. That channel ID gets better and better like the longer it plays. Do you notice that? He remembers my name. He says the show's fabulous. Which Hola, is. amigos. That chat that channel ID gets better and better. Uh, let's see who else is included in that. Greg Bissonette. Hey, it's Greg Bissonette. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. There we go. Greg Bissonette. Uh, Travis Tritt. I don't have a channel ID from him yet. John Five. <laughs> and Corns Ray. How do you pronounce his last name? Luzier. Luzier. Uh, and contributions from figures included by Roth, including uh, Jason Aldean, Billy Corrigan, Butch Vig, one of my favorite drummers. Do you guys know the band Butch Vig is in? Nope. Any of you guys know? Most of you probably won't know. Some of you will, though. What, what band does Butch play drums for? One of my favorite bands. Let's see if any of you guys can get that. Uh, Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> there, majestic. You got it. Yeah, garbage. Garbage. Butch that's, Vig. That's Actually, just trashy. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard garbage, right? Yes. You know, I'm only happy when it rains. Stupid girl. Uh, paranoid. All those songs. There. Oh, Dora, yeah, Dora don't look back. Don't look bad for being in her sixties. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and legendary sumo wrestler. How do you pronounce his name? Kan- Kanishiki. Kanishiki? Yeah. Okay. Let's Kanishiwa means hello or good morning. Good morning. I worked for a Japanese guys. company for a while. Mm-hmm. And we had to literally say Kanishiwa every morning to them. Mm-hmm. Filled with photo- filled with photographs never published in book form, including exclusive photography from lit bassist Kevin. I know Kevin. What? <laughs> I know him. I met him at the NAMM show one year. Uh, and introduction by WWE Hall of Fame inductee Diamond Dallas Page. DLR book. I'm looking forward to this, man. DL, D, I'm going to have to learn how to read, to read this book. <laughs> Although I'm reading the inter, I'm reading this right now for you guys. Oh, that's obvious. There, I can't read. There's a band I haven't heard in a while. They might be Giants. Mm-hmm. TNT, uh, Nights of New Thunder, Loudness. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So there you go. So a David Lee Roth book coming up from Backbeat Books. I'm looking forward to this, man. What do you guys think? There we go. There we go right there. How David Lee Roth changed the world. New book due in January. We'll be talking more about this. This uh, this this is cool, you guys. You looked pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's a still from from uh, when he was doing some of the from his uh, uh, video casts. As you can see, he's, he's wearing a, a little microphone yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. All right, so there you go. New David he- Roth book. He was one of the greatest showmen out there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of I I hear that all that I hear that every day because you guys know I I run the second biggest Van Halen group on Facebook. Every day in there, people are are saying uh, I hear that all the time. He's the greatest frontman showman. 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 Yep. I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what? Why? Why was he? What? Why was he the greatest showman? Because he did. He didn't just stand there. And he, a complete contrast. I'm also a big fan of Ozzy. Ozzy basically stands there, puts the microphone in the stand, and then five seconds later oh. takes it back out, and basically stands there. And, and you know, he, especially when he got older. But I mean, he just used to jump around and clap, and that was it, and throw water on the crowd. Dave, on the other hand, used the entire stage, put out 150 percent. And got the crowd participation, always. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the great. He, he was not the greatest singer, I admit that, but he was the greatest frontman you can ever see, as far as as getting the band, getting the crowd into the show. He was a master at that. Mm-hmm. And and. But- you think he got better as as time went on, like every every tour? Yeah, yeah. Because I well, I I saw the Eat 'Em and Smile tour in Pittsburgh, and then I saw one other one after that, and it was just you know I'm, I don't know in the nineties you know when he started getting older what you know what because obviously if you watch the the Jimmy Kimball live where he you know he wasn't he wasn't half of what he used to be, but during that 
early 80s, or just say the 80s in general, because Edie Smile was what, 87? Uh, 86, 86, 86 okay. 87. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to say the 80s, he was, he was, you know, all all front men should be judged against him. Again, not for singing, just for bringing the crowd into the show and making the show more than it could have been. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I'll always say that. I mean, I, I've said that for years. And I admit he's not the greatest singer. He wasn't. But his antics and I'm, I'm just telling. Well, see, you never got to see him other than on that Donington thing, right? As far as... uh. No, no, I, I was a huge Van Halen uh, memorabilia collector for throughout. Uh, well, I got into Van Halen really in like 85, 86. Okay. So from that point until, uh, well, I mean, still today, I still collect stuff. But I would say uh, throughout, uh, let's say till the, till the year 2000, let's say. Okay. So 80, 86 to 2000. I was like Van Halen, everything there was, I, I would get, I would buy, like I, I would collect, you know, the magazines I, and even before the internet, I, I would, I would search through, um, there was, there was a, a newspaper called record collector. I would search through all that. I would order, you know, import CDs, you know, bootlegs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I had, I still have actually, I still have a huge collection of Van Halen bootlegs, a lot of stuff that's not on YouTube, you know? Um, so I, I've seen, uh, you know, the the classic Van Halen videos as far as what mm-hmm. whatever's out there. Um, I'll say though, when I saw when I saw the uh, somebody had cleaned up the '79 Super 8 footage. If you've seen that stuff, somebody cleaned up some of that, and because a lot of the stuff it was kind of cut chopped up and, yeah. and whatever, and and the stuff that was available uh in the well when i got i got it in 94 originally those vhs tapes the quality wasn't very good and still it was awesome to see but the quality was choppy and you know it was kind of like uh well actually no i don't know it it was just yeah when when i saw the eat him and smile tour he, he like came across the crowd on a surfboard yeah over overhead and then he disappeared. And when they did their solos, uh, Steve and and uh, and Billy and even Greg, uh, all of a sudden the uh, one of those high lift type scissor jack uh, high lifts came out. And he was, I mean, he stopped like I could touch the scissor jack. Yeah, that's how close he was. And he just went straight up in the air. So he was, you know, like sixty feet in the air above the crowd, right in the middle of the arena. Mm-hmm. And he was just all over the place, man. And he was just. He got you. If you went there, I don't know why you'd go to a show like that upset or mad, but by the time he started his stuff, you were, you know, whatever was made you angry or sad, you forgot about and you were, you were clapping and yelling. And he just, he was able to pull that out of people. And that's why I say he was, you know, probably the greatest front man there ever was. And front man slash showman, whatever, because that's what he, he put on his show. But he did it all the time. Now, I think in the late 70s, he was just learning, experimenting, trying what to do, what to do. It wasn't until like 81 through 88 that he had it nailed. Mm-hmm. So it was like that little learning curve. Then when he got it, he found out what worked and he was a master of it. 
then mm-hmm. like all of us we all got older i mean I, I was just thinking the the last show i played with my band uh was 30 years ago <laughs> this year oh wow it was august or uh, october october <laughs> october 3rd was 30 years since the last show i played live so yeah that's a year older than you great scott <laughs> 30 you know, years and, yeah and you know and, and you look at that and 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 i was 28 then you know of course he's older than me but you know as you get older you can't do that stuff anymore hmm. but i would say from 81 to 88 he was the king as far as bringing the crowd getting them involved and and, and getting everybody into it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was i was gonna say uh I remember first the 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 79 super eights those videos when somebody cleaned them up mm-hmm. like whoever had them originally they they doctored them up and kind of released them with like a, a watermark and whatever and they're they're out there you guys have seen them when I first saw those cleaned up and this is maybe a couple years ago maybe a few years ago now when I saw those I'm like wow I mean I I totally understand mm-hmm. when you guys say when you guys say, hey, David Lee Roth, classic Van Halen, the energy, I, I told, you know, seeing, you know, a video like that, I totally get it. And then, of course, seeing that that Donington, Donington 84 yeah. video that that somehow got around. I mean, even, even at the US Festival, he was, you know, he was just, you know, I'm telling you, he he was he yeah. was the king, of, a king mm-hmm. of getting you that. Although he didn't do as much as the US Festival as he did later on. Uh, but. I'm just going to say, I think he was, you know, he was the king of that. I mean, he he could bring it out of people and get the crowd going, which is what you want, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was, <laughs> it was, I don't know. In Pittsburgh, he's like, I think I see 57 breasts out there. <laughs> and Steve's like, 57? He goes, well, you know. <laughs> it, it just, it was just. You know, some of it, I'm sure he did over and over again, but some of it, you could tell it was just spur of the moment stuff. And it was funny because that's when you would see the other band members be like, oh, you know, because he said something different. But I think he found what worked and he stuck with it and it did work. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it overshadowed, it made him, because if you just had to rely on his voice, I don't think he would have been as popular as he is. But he had to look for all the girls. He had the showmanship to get everybody involved, and he had one of the best guitar players in the world behind him. So it was, it was a, a you know win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it and that more than made up for the killer vocal talents that he did not have. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, that, mean, that, that's my my sense. You asked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, a lot. A lot of people just say, you know, he wasn't the greatest singer, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I know. Well, I don't people, think he he wasn't bad. People will disagree with that. Um, yeah. On the on the on the albums, I mean, he was definitely better on the records. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the the live stuff uh, depend depends on the year. Depends on on the on the tour, I guess. And again, yeah. I. The only time I ever saw him live was was the reunion tours of twenty oh uh, seven, yeah, oh seven, oh eight, 
12 and yep. 15. Those are the only only times yeah, I so was David he was wrong. he was in his late 50s then and you know I can't go out and do what I did 30 years ago. I could mm-hmm. one time then I'd be in the hospital. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean uh yeah. But yeah, that that Donington video, man. That that thing's incredible. Well, that's what when when we were in the studio and him and Steve I showed up at the studio. You know, I was like I wanted him to sing. Hey, sing the song for us. You sing one of my songs. <laughs> you know, and then you're playing the solo and Steve's like, Hey, you can do better. Huh? Turn around. And then, then you're like, Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, so I, you know, I, and it was, it was just, Dave was back, at least back then he was very fun. He, you know, I don't think they portrayed him right in the Motley Crue movie, the dirt. I never saw uh, that. You know, don't waste your time. It's all no. a bunch of lies, anyhow. But uh, no. um, most but of I those documentaries think... are kind of strange. Yeah. There was a Van. I there was a Van Halen one too, wasn't there? Uh, I don't know. You'd be the guy to know. Wasn't there, you guys? Wasn't there some Van Halen documentary that came out uh, some years back, and and everybody was like, "Oh, that was horrible." I actually never saw it because people said it was so bad. <laughs> Maybe I should have looked at it. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Like a few couple years ago, a few years ago. Well, if it's anything like the dirt, the dirt was just uh, Nikki's vision of how he wants you to think Motley Crue happened. I think it was the same. And but they they had David Lee Roth in that. Well, it wasn't really him, obviously. Yeah. But they they portrayed him sitting on a couch just doing lines of coke and a mirror breaking over his head. And was like, uh, what? <laughs> so, you know, who, who knows? I mean, there's the big, the big, uh, uh, depending on who you talk to, where uh, Ozzy snorts a line and live ants walking across the, the thing. Oh, my gosh. He says he did it, but he was drunk. He doesn't remember. The guys in Motley Crue said he did, except for Mick. Mick said he did not do that. Uh, so who knows? Hmm. But Dave, Dave was just, he was, he knew how to, to get you going. And that's what you need in a front man. If you're going to play live, you need someone who's going to get the participation, going to get the crowd and, and leave them wanting more. That's the biggest thing. That's one thing I always preached, you know, when we were playing. Let's just not let finish it. Say, okay, bye. See you later. Let's leave on a high note. Say, hey, when you guys come back, we want more. That that's that was one of my steadfast rules because mm-hmm. uh, I was the one that actually formed a band. So like that's we'd leave them. We'd leave on a high note, wanting them wanting to come back or wanting us to come back. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Of course, we didn't have all this stuff. You know, we didn't have Facebook. Honestly, it had been so much easier then. Then it went, you know, we, we were still running around stapling uh, uh, flyers up. And our bass player was a five-year art major. So he did all the silk screening of our shirts and all that stuff. You know, every, we had to do everything. It just, you know, now it'd be, you get on Facebook, click, here you go. Here's links, listen to the music, watch the videos. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't, you didn't have that luxury then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Peggy, yes, Ozzy bit the head off a of bat on stage, but he did it by accident. I know that sounds weird, but he had gotten the idea to throw raw meat at the crowd out of a catapult. catapult. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it, and that's what they were doing. And then people would throw stuff back up on stage. And someone threw a live bat. Well, he thought it was a rubber bat, so he picked it up, bit the head off of it, then find, and then quickly found out it was live. <laughs> so he ended up getting, uh, he finished the show, he took him to the hospital, and he had to get for seven or ten days rabies shots in the stomach. Yeah. And it's a series of them each time. And he's like, if you think I would have done that on purpose, then, you know, you were more high than I was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my he, gosh. But, yeah, that, that's what he said. It was it was an accident. Now, he did bite he, he did bite the dove, a head off a dove on purpose, but he was drunk when he did it. Uh -huh. Well, obviously. They, yeah. When, Don't when most were, people? <laughs> when, uh, when they were going to talk to the first record company besides Jet Records, Sharon thought that they would have doves and that she wanted Ozzy to make an impression. So her and her and Ozzy went into the room with all the record execs. And the initial thing was to Ozzy just let, let go of these doves and let him fly around the room. Well, he walked in and he just round and bit the head off of it. The blood running down and one lady <laughs> passed out and it, it, they got escorted out by the uh, security. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But he left the impression, so that's what. The... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what you had to do back then with stuff like that. You know. Wow. Um, dang. Let's see. Peggy says you never heard the whole story. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some of that stuff, but, uh, you know, rock rock history there's a lot of stuff that again becomes legends and kind of mm -hmm. maybe wasn't exactly like van halen's guitar like how did the stripes end, end up on there maybe yeah. we'll never really know what exactly I mean, what that is if you think there's wayne charvel saying eddie told me this is how he got the idea and they even show in the document they show the beginning to the uh outer limits where it's a bunch of lines and squiggly lines going like that mm -hmm. yeah and he's the one who built the guitar initially so I don't know. You know. I don't know. I'm talking about the black and yellow one, the bumblebee. Now the red and white one, well, the red, the white and black one ended up being the red and white and black one, right? The bumblebee. Well, he didn't even build the bumblebee. No. Yeah. Char well, if you watch that documentary, the original Charvel gang, uh, uh, Carl, oh my God, Sandoval. Sandoval. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I got the Carl. <laughs> He he said he did eighty about eighty percent of that guitar. He did the fret work and uh, and all that stuff on it for Eddie. Um, and he said, you know, when they did the paint job, they it was, you know, they wanted it to look pristine and perfect. And so you know, th so there's there's that. But but again, Wayne saying that you know Eddie said he got the idea from that. Dave saying he didn't. You know, that's not how he got it. So who knows? Then then you got people saying he copied Dick Gibson. So. Yeah, it just it's stuff that's out there that you never really know, and uh, you know, and and unfortunately we can't ask Ed, you know, hey, what actually made you do that, or why did you pick those colors? I mean, it could be very simple. It's funny because you watch some of these people now; they're like, oh my god, I have to have that exact shade of red, that exact shade of white, this shade of black. He used those for a reason. The reason might be that's all he had around him. That's why he used them. You know, mm -hmm. you don't know. So mm -hmm. didn't the white one become the red one? I don't know. No, yes. 
because I because yeah. I, I remember watching. <laughs> there we go. I, that's oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember watching an interview with him just on YouTube. It was him and Alex, I think, sitting there, and he said he wished he never would have painted red on. He would have kept it white and black. Yeah. So that's why I figured that was that was the one, unless he had a different one. Yeah. No, no. And again, you guys, before you guys get all bent out of shape. Yeah, the, these are the EVH versions of these. These are not the actual guitars. So the striping on these are slightly, you know, <laughs> different. You know, they're these are made to be tributes to the original guitars. Okay. But the black and white guitar right there, that's the, the original one. Uh, and then the Bumblebee, I don't, he, I don't, he didn't paint it. The company had painted it and they, they, had yeah, give, Charvel. they, give, they yeah. gave it to him, Charvel. But if mm -hmm. you look, the painting, the, the black and yellow, the striping is very similar to the black and white. Mm -hmm. There's just some extra things here and there. And obviously there's no pick guard. So, but, but again, it's, it's very similar. Like you look at that top horn and it, it's very close uh those bottom the stripes on the on the uh the body of the guitar you know on yep. the left right there but as far as the uh the black and white and the red black and white yes those that was or is the exact same guitar same striping and then what happened was uh companies were, were making black and white striped guitars and selling them and so what he did was for the second tour, he uh, repainted the guitar, meaning he, I think he added some more stripes to it and he uh, painted red over it, did a, a top coat of, of red. Of course, took the pick guard, you know, cut the pick yeah. guard off, uh, added a, a dummy pickup, you know, the Strat pickup. I uh, switch. Put a, a, put a switch in the, in the middle right there although uh early on he did have a, another pickup in there he had three pickups he had a telecaster pickup i believe it was upside down actually so you, you can see photos of that but as far as the guitar what it became the red black and white that's that's it right there like currently as far as the last time anybody saw it that's what it looked like the real one Again, mm -hmm. this is the EVH. These are all EVH versions, which you can buy. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's really right there. That's like the three, like classic designs most people want. And, and my favorite one's the black and yellow, the bumblebee. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I'm a Steelers fan too, so that matches the Steelers also. Those are their colors. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my, yeah. my, hum, my Hummer's yellow. It's mm -hmm. a competition yellow with black hard or, you know, black, uh, the wheels are black and everything's blacked out on the windows are as black as that pit guard. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. So it, it kind of, you know, black and yellow is kind of my thing. It always has been. Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I've always liked the, um, I mean, the, the red, black, and white has always been the cool thing to me. But, but uh, Blue Mox is saying, Johnny, do you have a red, black, and white? I do. Yeah, I'm trying to trade it. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Let me see. Uh, but uh, I've always liked the red, black, and white myself. I mean, the Frankenstein guitar, it was never my favorite. My favorite was the 5150. Yeah. When, when he went to Kramer, his main guitar during the, the Kramer days. And how come I don't have a, I don't have a photo of it here. Um, but what I really dig are like the red, black, and white backup guitars. The ones that Kramer made that were either given away or that he used for like a song, you know, when they played the song, let's say, Dreams on the 5150 tour. For some reason, he played a different guitar, probably because it was in a different tuning. Mm -hmm. um, but like, let's say like, like a guitar like this, that was like a guitar that was given away. You know, I don't believe that was an actual stage guitar but it was given away and this particular one actually it, it was given to a friend named brian who actually he had a restaurant and this guitar um was on display in the restaurant for a number of years then eventually this, this guitar was auctioned off and we talked about that uh i don't know a couple of years ago i guess on the uh on the channel here but stuff like that like that's like i really like the the red black and white stuff where the striping is just kind of different see i i like the red white and black as long it, when it doesn't have the other two pickups when it's solid like that like the 5150 when i like that mm -hmm. there's just something about the the two extra pickups on that that, that i don't know mm -hmm. but the i've routes, always been yeah, yeah, I've, yeah yeah i've always been a fan of single pickup you know without you know like the the black and yellow one because when I when I in this '80s when I was getting Charvels, they were all the single pickup Model Twos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, what's up, Johnny Rock? What's up, man? Good to see you guys. What Coot says he bit the head off a gummy bear once. Oh no! <laughs> Did you have to get glucose shots? <laughs> wow, Devin. Hey, dude. Let's see. What are you saying? Parker Fly Deluxe. Eddie only played the Parker Fly, as far as we know, like live, like one time. And it was actually out here. It was it was in uh, in Mountain View, California, at one of the Neil Young Bridge Benefit shows. And I could have gone if I had known about it. I would have been at that show, but I didn't know about it. This was about uh, thirty years ago. It was about the time you played your last show. Yeah. 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 October the, the first Friday in October was our last show 30 years ago in 1993. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Peggy says, I like the red, black, and white one. We, yeah. We, we played at uh, uh, Alarosa Villa in Columbus. That was the last show we did, and that's where Dime got killed. Hmm. Uh, Mike Gibson Garage carries Kramer guitars on the Van Halen cassette wall. Dude, I I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Uh, what GG. what wait? What's the what's the Van Halen cassette wall? In the uh, is there? Do I have video of it? Well, I I do a video of it. Let me. When was I in Nashville? If I can scroll back far enough, really quick, I can show you. You need to bookmark all those like Nashville, Anaheim. Yeah. Twitch. <laughs> I know. Wait, how far back does this go? 
2020. No, not 2021. Oh, wait a minute. It was like six months ago, I think. Actually, that video, if you, if you click on this video right here, hello from the Gibson Garage, Nashville. Oh, January. Okay, but there's a date right there, January 30. Here, I'll show you. January. At the Gibson Garage in, in Nashville, of course, you know, they, they, they have Kramer now. Yeah. They're putting out new Kramer guitars. And right next to the Kramer display. There, let's do this. Of course, there's the, the Kramer uh, display, like you see all the time. I, I, mm -hmm. I play like clips of like this. That's with one of the Kramers right there. Next to that, they have all these cassettes on the uh, on the wall. It looks like this. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And and a few of them, if you look close enough, if you look close enough at a few of them, come on, they are Van Halen. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Van Halen, 1984. There you go. So it's a very cool display. And of course, you know, the rest of the Kramers, you know, there's some of the Kramers on, on display there. And then... You know they have T-shirts. What was I have what that was, shirt? What What was you saying that Les Paul with the Kramer neck was? I I sent you a picture of. Uh that's the uh, where is it? That that was um. That had it had a banana headstock on it, and it wasn't that, the pointy one. It was a banana headstock. I think that was an early, not not original Kramer days, but. But later, Kramer. Let me see, Kramer. Because I I didn't even know they made a, a Les Paul style with that headstock. I didn't even know that Kramer made a Les Paul style guitar. Mm hmm. Let's see. That was this one right here, the Kramer Assault Plus. That's this guitar. Yeah, that was it. Then it has the reverse. Yep. Huh. Right there. Yeah, these came out. Um, the Assault Plus is part of the new Kramer Modern Collection. Is what it says. How much oh, there did we go. go for? There we go. It's on. It's on the. Uh, it's on the website. Eight twenty nine. Because hmm. I thought it was you know like an Epiphone that he took the neck off and put a Kramer neck on it. Looks like that. Hmm. Twenty four frets. Yeah. So that's that's a guitar that they have. It looks like Les Paul body style mahogany. Uh, let's see. Seymour Duncan pickups and Floyd Rose 1000 series tremolo. Hmm. There you go. 
Yeah, that's it exactly. That's the same yeah. color and everything. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, it's something that's it, it's like an updated. <clears throat> you know, they they didn't make those back. I mean, way back in the day, they, they didn't yeah. make those, but because every everything was was either super strat style, you know, because everybody wanted to be at Evan Halen, you know, including me. But um, <laughs> and then they had like flying V style ones. Explore? Did they have Explorer ones? Um, they had the V, the V ones. I'm trying to think. Um, although Cheech says Aldenova played. What? A Les Paul with Kramer neck? Is that hmm. true? We we gotta find that. Wait a minute. Now, my buddy Tim Gaines from Striper played with Aldonova. Oh, cool. Let's see if we can find that. Oh, crap. That was after he was out of Striper the first time. Hmm. And then he went back to Striper? Yeah, and then he got, he, he, re, he, re, he did the, uh, he did two more albums with him. Kramer now. And then uh, got out again. Let me see. Well, I see Aldenova played a Les <clears throat> Paul with a, uh, like a Gibson Explorer headstock. <laughs> I see that. Look like, looks like this. Oh, that's just saying Lewis and Coots that had an Explorer neck on it. Yeah. The Aldenova. That's pretty cool. Um, Explorer. Yeah. Right on. I, I sent you the two pictures of the two pink guitars I used to have. <laughs> Let's see. This is exciting. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you sent today, today, oh. either today or last night? Oh yeah, you you had one. You had one of one. Of, we talked about this yeah. one. Yeah, that was the thin body. Came eighty eight. Yeah, that I only one, had that, that for like. Cool. I only had that for like six months. And then you had this one. Yep, pink strap. And I sold that to a girl in a girls band. Cool. And there's a shirt I sent you too. You need to buy. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. That, that 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 that's a good poll question. Ask him. Look, John's let him show you a shirt and tell me if you think he needs to buy this shirt and wear no. it on this show. <laughs> no, I'm not buying that. That's a bootleg shirt. I'll show it to you guys. I'm, we're not endorsing that. <laughs> no. no, that's horrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Although this one does have a, a rooster on it, you know, I'd, I'd probably get this one. <laughs> yes, Peggy, that that's Fuck the only two pink guitars I ever owned, and I refuse to buy the Rainbow Jackson as much as I love Jacksons and Jackson solos because it's got a hot pink stripe down the middle of it. Mm-hmm. 
as much as I want that guitar, I will not buy it with that with the pink in. That's just yeah, it's your least favorite color ever. Yep. So there's nothing pink, like that Christmas tree behind you. There's no pink. Uh, uh, no, there's no pink. No pink on it at all. Like you make sure you walk yeah. around, and if you see something that's pink. This this is again this this is the basement area. So this is that tree is actually decorated with a bunch of bear stuff because I love grizzly bears. And uh, as you can see, like on the wall right here, there's a picture there, and then there's one right here, one come out of, of water. Hang on, uh, let me let me make a note of what, no. you, of what you're saying. <laughs> uh <-huh>. um. <laughs> so everything on that tree has to do with bears. Uh, black bears, uh, grizzly bears, and then uh, red and black plaid. Mm -hmm. So there is no pink, none down here whatsoever. Well, Coots says, I'd love to find a pink Ernie Ball Music Man EVH guitar. Those would be cool, man. Now, do you remember a couple months ago uh, for the repair, guitar repairs, uh, I posted uh, uh, their shorts. The, a guy had a, uh, a Fender Japanese bass and a Telecaster, Fender Telecaster. I worked on both of them. He was at that show the other night where I took that picture of that Kramer. Mm -hmm. And he came up to me and goes, hey, let me know when you have an opening. I said, oh, yeah, for what? What's wrong? He goes, well, the Strat or the uh, Tele. I said, yeah. He says, you know, so the, the finish was it's that got the polyurethane. Because I've seen people heat them up with, with a uh, uh, with a heat gun and then just scrape it off. He said, I don't want to do that. He said, but I'd like you to refinish it. I said, oh, really? He goes, yeah. He said, now I want it in a, in a, in a, in a shell pink. I just looked at him. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? He's like, no, I want it all done. It's Telecaster done in a shell pink color. And you won't do that? I... I told him I'd have to think about it. You'll have to think about that. But he told me, he said, just let me know when you got some time open to do it. He said, I'll gladly, gladly, gladly have you do it. And he told me, he said, I am forever now his guitar tech for everything mm -hmm. he's got. And he lives in Pittsburgh. So he drives him, you know, 50 minutes over here to me. Mm -hmm. So, Are you fan? Are, are you a fan of those guitars? You ever played one? Uh, I've played John's, uh, was that O OLP or OL, whatever it is, the green one I did, which is, I know it's not the same thing, but it was the body style is close. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That guitar, it's a future giveaway. You must be subscribed. Um, I do like the shape, the shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think of, of those guitars in pink? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think of them that's not cool i mean that would be something you know give that to i don't know give it to uh vixen or something let them play well you know eddie actually or or, or cc deville eddie actually did play a pink one Here, i'm you. just i'm just not into pink mm-hmm well, that's okay. Uh, anyway, you guys have seen the photo. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie actually did play a pink one at the, at the NAMM show. That's cool. 
And if, if I, you know, if, if, dude, 30 years ago, around the time you played your last show, Guitar Center, the local Guitar Center to me at the time, which was the Berkeley location, which Berkeley, California location doesn't exist anymore, but that store is now in Emeryville, California. Um, they had on display a, a pink music man, and it was like a scratch and dent. It was like new, but it got, you know, a couple yeah. of scratches on it. So they had lowered the price at the time, and they wanted like thirteen hundred for it. And at the time, they were going for seventeen fifty. Wow! So they lowered it to thirteen. And did you buy it? I if if I would have known better, I would have, but I didn't. <laughs> no. Now they're going for for hell of hell of money. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you know, there's a time, uh, even, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Vivian Campbell had a pink guitar in Whitesnake. Mm -hmm. And it's easy one of the videos too, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was the colors back then, you know, well, you know, the, well, you were young, but the eighties, you know, the glam thing, it was a bright guitar. No, I, I, I remember I remember the, the guitars, neon colors, yeah. and that that stuff. It's, it's kind of back now. You know, you'll find guitars. Well, well you know, well, I was at Guitar Center yesterday. Yeah. You'll see guitars on display there, yeah. there in those colors. And Dane has one. It's a, uh, a DMZ or something. He only wants like three hundred dollars for it. It's a neck through guitar, but it's it's like screams eighties. It's like black with blue electric blue and white lines on it it's it's neat mm -hmm. and i guess it was the guy from dean when he got out of dean he started this company it's d dlz or dmz something like that hmm but it's on it's on dane's website mm -hmm. but it's only it's like 300 or 250 but it's a neck through he <clears throat> he even did a re one of his saturday restring videos of it too mm -hmm. and it looks like there's no marks on it or nothing i thought it was pretty cool Oh, right on. That's cool. Still of the night video, Cheech is saying. Oh, that's a PV. No, that what, was what, Vandenberg. Andrew Vandenberg. Vandenberg has a pink PV. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because Very uh, pink. Vivian Campbell had like a <laughs> orange, orange and orange and yellow, or like an orange guitar with a yellow something on it. Mm-hmm. Lewis. Only the cool guitarist allowed to play paint. I, I had to. I sold them. <laughs> mm -hmm. The time. Jungle Love. Did you ever see that movie? Purple Rain? Yeah, yeah, I've, I saw parts of it. Yeah. I was too young to see it back then, so I never really <laughs> saw it. Although I did see Scarface. Well, I used to play the video game Scarface all the time, which if I still had it, I'd be playing it live on Twitch at night. You right? need to get the new Call of Duty. I'm telling you. And you might, how long ago did you play it? Uh, 2012. Okay. It's got a lot of the maps from the original first couple are on mm -hmm. the new one now. Hmm. With obviously much better graphics. Mm-hmm. So. I might check that out. Although the last one that I downloaded, I wasn't able to play it. 
It's terrible. You need to, you need to get that and uh, and get on there and we'll play. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as pink goes, nada. That's a negative. No. I was I glad no- when I sold them. Well, the uh, Les Paul, I sold it just because I not because it was pink. It just, I just it didn't. It, you know, I bought it initially because it was different and it was neat, and I bought it. Uh, I don't even think I had it for six months, and I sold it. It just didn't. I, you know, it, I just didn't gel with it. That was, you know, and you, you know, guitar players, a lot of users, guitars you can pick up. And it's like, wow, this is great. There's ones you could pick up that might look killer and you might want to love, but you just can't get with it. And that was, that was what that was. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I understand that. Although I, I can almost play anything because I've, I've, I, I I just play wh- whatever I have and and like the stuff I have it's not set up or you know I don't take things in to get set up all the time or whatever and so you know my action you know might might be like that but I'll play it and I'll just play, yeah whatever I, I I get used to anything. Um, but, but how nice! Send me one. Let me set up for you. I'll send it back. Mm-hmm. You won't you won't want to play any other one. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, we'll have to look into that. All right. I'll even do a video of it. Mm-hmm. This is Johnny Bean's guitar setup. I only play the one guitar now. Well, <laughs> that Strat thing with the Vega trim. That's the only guitar I play. Well, I'll trade you the the uh, beautiful transparent orange telly for your free EVH that someone sent you. Mm-hmm. And this could be a guitar you can play out, and you're not going to sit there and say, play Eruption! Mm-hmm. Well, I don't play out with that guitar anyway. But I mean, that's that's a beautiful telly. It's set up. It's got actual individual brass saddles, not not this little three that you can barely get intonated because you got to have two strings on one saddle. Yeah, gotta, gotta, yeah. I know, this I has all the individual ones. Yep. Yeah. And it sounds killer. Cool. I will try. I'll I'll send you that in a case for that. We'll see, because I I do use that guitar. I, I just I, I do a lot of Van Halen content on the channel if you haven't noticed. <laughs> so I kinda have to have Van Halen guitars. Although this one I I am willing to to uh to give away at some point on the channel here, but you you must be subscribed to, to the channel. Well I'll tell you what I can do. I can put an LED light in the open part with some antifreeze and you can do John Five stuff. Mm-hmm. Turn it on and like glow and the and you turn it and you see the antifreeze go up and down mm-hmm. be neon kind of <laughs> i can put that in there for you if you want uh-huh. <laughs> or if you want <laughs> i'll stripe it up and paint it red black and white for you oh no no nah, it's okay ned where are you going let's see you guys you guys smash that thumbs up how are we doing on thumbs let me see how we how we doing. We got about fifty people here. We only got twenty eight thumbs ups. You guys smash that thumbs up. We like uh, we're only at twenty eight. Can we get at least? Uh, what? Someone just took one away. Come on, the other direction. <laughs> I saw it. It went down to twenty seven. Blue, Let's, you did you get rid of that? Look at Blue's comment to me. The Camouflage Jackson, yeah. who bought a great guitar, plays awesome, played it about 15 minutes after I set it up. Didn't bond with it. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I get it. The not bonding with guitars, I get it. But like I said, I, I can play anything. And I play, I mean, look at the guitar that I play Sunday nights, you know? I'll play anything. I mean, I, I just play. So I'm not picky at all about, about really about, you know, what the guitar looks like, what it plays like. <laughs> if it has the sound, it's all about tone. It's about the sound. If the guitar sounds great, if it has a certain sound to it, because, like, I mean, you'll see, uh, you know, in studios, you know, when, when, when you go in to record, mm-hmm. you know, you'll hear, hear stories about, oh, that song of some band, this song that was recorded with this old piece of crap, harmony, blah, blah, blah. The action was like this, but it had the sound, you know, you know, we did 20 takes and it was, it, it hurt to play, but it had that tone. <laughs> How many you, how many guitars did you take in when you recorded? Uh, which time? I've recorded well, many times over the years. I think the most um, I I took took in when we did ours. I think I took seven in, and six of them were for six different songs. Then one was on the rest of the song because mm-hmm. of that, the way they sounded. I wanted a certain sound, which I didn't realize at the time. Uh, you know, young and in my twenties, it was like, oh, this is cool. I'll take seven guitars in here, and this song will have this guitar. So when you play it live, you're playing it on one guitar, and you don't have that sound. That <laughs> it didn't occur to me then. I just thought it was, you know, cool. To walk in a studio carrying seven different guitars, and oh well. The the the, the thing is, <clears throat> when 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 you get to a uh, a, a studio, um. I know this is the Van Halen show, but we'll we'll talk about some of this too because we know this stuff. And I I kind of talked about some of this yesterday, like music, you know, recording and stuff. When you go into the studio, some advice for you guys is you pretty much want to have everything totally down before you go into record. You yep. want the songs to be written. You want to know. You want to rehearse before you get in there. Because a lot of times when you go into a studio, the clock starts starts running. Yep, that's not you're the being, place. You're being charged by the hour to be in there, and that includes setting up. That includes mm-hmm. setting the drum setup. You know, so you, you know if you're the guitar player and you show up to record, you might not even get to play on the track till nine hours later after you've been there. You know. The drums have to get set up. You have to get the drum sound totally, pretty much dialed in. And then from there, the drummer has to do their part. Yep. And then after that, pretty much, you know, I guess you can put bass on there. Or or if you guys play live, you know, you all play together. And then you keep the drums. And then you, 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 you know, the, the guitar part there, it's called a scratch track. You know, you get rid of that. You record over it where you overdub over that. Um, but say when you're taking instruments into, into a studio, guitars, really, you never know what it what it's going to be like when you get into that room. Every studio is different. You mm-hmm. know, you got the microphone placement, you got reverbs, echoes. It really depends. It, it's a totally different thing now with, with home recording and, and, yeah. and using plugins. It's a totally different thing. But if you're... You know, you can pretty much play 
I mean, you can almost play any, like if you're doing all like digital stuff these days, meaning like not even using like a real amp, if you're using plugins and, and the, um, what are some of the, the, uh, amp, uh, simulator? Uh, well, the, you know, like, uh, well, the one on, in the cake or, uh, on the, uh, Helix instead of angle, it's a N G L. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the, the PV 5150 will just like PV or, yeah. or, or VP. It looks like it. Yeah. yeah it looks and, like it, but it's yeah. called something named. And all, all, the, yeah. you know, all the marshals are, are Brit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, you're, you're right. And, and uh, now we didn't do it as we each did our individual parts when every time we went in the studio, but that's what Johnny, the other John B was talking about Saturday when he was come time to do his solo, he was costing us money because he couldn't get it. He was, he was trying to write it right there on the spot. And then the producer called in one of his studio musicians and the guy, <laughs> the guy, well, wait, the, the guy listened to wait the track. Minute. Yeah. The guy listened to the track and started playing it. And John got that fire John up. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> then next thing you know, he got it, but it was probably two and a half, three hours right there. Yeah. Because he, because he kept looking at us, going, "Hey guys," he just kept tapping his watch, you know, and it was, it, it, but and when was this? That was '87. So this was to tape. Yes, this it was, was on to the, tape. The, so this it was on a studio. Oh, a so studler. so so he had to pretty much go through like an entire pass of whatever he was doing. It mm. wasn't like these days where it's like you you do five different times, and you can go in and they can and just edit. comp them, edit yeah, no. them to splice. Not unless together, you're real good. <laughs> create a brand new solo. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's what I do. That's what I yeah. do. So I was, I was like, some of my recordings, those solos, I didn't actually play. I just comp them together and then learn yeah. them later. You know. Well, that's yeah. Um, that, this was this was on the two inch Doodler tape machine. Same thing. It's in fifty one fifty studios. Yeah, Sean, Sean shreds. What's up, dude? Good With to that, see that, you, man. That. When he when he called in the studio musician, the guy came in carrying a strad, had long blonde hair. Mark goes, Here, listen to this, start playing it. And as he was playing it, the guy sat down, started going, and John, oh hell no. He was because he was half drunk. <laughs> oh hell no. He runs over, he starts playing, he finally got it. He, he, but he was oh, literally writing it in there on the on the clock. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it depends on 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 how good you are, too. I mean, if if you're you know if you're really good you can go in and you can you can improvise solos on the fly and mm -hmm. but but really though if you're going to go into the studio you really want to know what you're doing before you get in there because you're costing money and that goes for everybody that goes for the drums every that goes for every musician everybody that's a part of that the, the producer like like engineer like whatever that is whatever that is but what i was going to say though and because this is a Van Halen show, let me just say, Van Halen had a studio that was called 5150. <laughs> I got to get the Van with Halen. A, with a Studler machine. As I said, we recorded yeah. on the same machine. Yeah. There was only two in the country at that time. Eddie's and this one. Oh, wow. But so what, what I was going to say, though, is when you take your, your, your instruments in there, like, yeah, maybe it sounded great in the rehearsal, but you get into the studio... It doesn't sound as good anymore. Whatever guitar you were gonna use, you never know. You never know what it's gonna sound like. 
you know, it could sound great coming through the amp, but then because of, you know, the microphone, the mic mm -hmm. placement, that totally changes the sound. That's why when you got all these YouTube, Facebook Van Halen wannabes, they're like, I got to get that tone. This is the tone yeah. of the first record. The, blah, blah, the, blah, the blah, brown blah. sound. The brown sound, which isn't even the guitar. It's actually the sound of the of the cymbal, <laughs> not the cymbal, the, 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 the snare. Sabian? Sabian? <laughs> the sound of the gong. Um, uh, the thing is, that first Van Halen, here, we're back to the Van Halen now. You guys can wake up. The, 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 the first Van Halen gu album guitar sound, that's, yes, that's a combination of, of the amp, the guitar, the microphones, the compressors, the, the everything that was used on that record. So if, you know, if, if you're wanting to get that sound just out of a guitar, a cable, a couple pedals and an amp, these days, I mean, you can kind of do that. I get technology is getting better and better and better. But yeah. that sound, that was not the sound that, that, that wasn't exactly the same, you know? Nope. Like when, when, when you record, if it's a mastered sounding album, the word mastered, that adds all sorts of other stuff on top of the, of the sound. EQs, you know, compressors, even just the, 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 the mix, the microphones, the way the, the guitar might interact with like the cymbals. There's all these different factors. And, but again, but again, what, what I'm saying, and Sean, you would know this, man. Sean Shred. Do you guys know Sean? Sean is awesome, man. He actually, he worked for Fender. He actually worked for EVH. So he, so those guitars I was actually showing you earlier, those three guitars, he actually worked on them, the actual ones. Um, Sean, dude, am I going to hey. see you at the NAMM show, man? Huh? And his hands. Yes. Yeah, and, and the hand, the hands, the hands of the player. That's very important. But again, with when it comes to, to gear, you can have all sorts of stuff. But when you go into the studio, you never know what the situation is going to be like. So that's why I was saying, you know, you could be like, you could take your 20 guitars into the studio, be trying to write that solo on the fly. They're, they're every, the whole band is like passed out on the couch wanting to go he, home. He had you're you're guitars, still trying John to play. Did. Believe me, I've been there too. <laughs> I know what that's like. Um, but uh, the thing is, you know, the producer, whoever's running the studio, well, there's the produce. It depends on the situation too. You could have like, you know, the record company producer. You could have the producer that, you know, somebody that runs the studio, the engineer. Who knows? It, there's all sorts of different things here. It's always different. Our, our guy worked with Motley Crue and Gloria Estevan, and uh, he had a whole list of people he worked with. Mm -hmm. Matter of That's fact, cool. in, the, in the studio, there's all these gold and platinum albums hanging all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, I, when I lived at Desmond Childs, I, I, I worked in, in his home studio all the time, which was in his garage. It was a, a, it was a garage, but it was built into a, a studio. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And he would tell me stories about Van Halen about Eddie Van Halen, about working with Eddie while I was trying to do solos on that guitar, <laughs> on that guitar. And he would say, oh yeah, when I worked with Eddie, we talked about this and that. And he would get me, oh yeah, you know, for whatever I was having to record. They didn't but, call so, in a studio musician on you though, did they? Uh, no, they didn't. 
Although I replaced, I replaced uh, the guy that was acting as a, a studio musician for the stuff, and his name was Eric Bazilian. He was in this band called the Hooters. You guys remember them? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we danced was their big, big song. Yeah. And then he played on, he wrote and played on Joan Osborne's What If God Was One Of Us, if you guys remember that song. That was a huge one. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to say is you can take, you know, a bunch of guitars in, not the sound, yeah, it's not really happening, whatever, you know? But then somebody can say, hey, you know, I've got this, you know, piece of crap, whatever, but it sounds amazing. Yep. And that could be, that could be what, what makes the, uh, the track. When I, when I set my amp up, I had three microphones. Put one against the grill in the front, one about eight, ten feet back, and then the microphone looked exactly like this one, the old RCA-style mic. Mm -hmm. I, had, I had him put that right in the back of the cabinet, right up against the cabinet, and what it ended up doing was creating a natural course effect, which he thought was pretty neat. He's like, that, that's actually... Mm -hmm. He kind of experimented with it, so it worked that way. Microphone <laughs> placement is is really the the one of the key factors to to recording. Yep. I mean, look very, here, very true. Look, here let's we can demonstrate. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're recording, we're recording right now. Yeah, we're recording. So you know, the further back, you hear more of the yep. room. You know, but then if I keep talking, I get closer to the mic, and then. Mm -hmm. And then you got, you know, the, the pop, but you got the pops, you got the sibilance, you, you know, you got all sorts of, I, I went to school for this stuff. So yeah, I, I know all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it, there's a lot of factors when it comes to recording. How, and how cool that. would it have been to, to be in 5150 studios when they were recording something? That would have been amazing. That would have been just, incredible. Just sit there and watch him at work. I know. There is footage of some of that out there. There, there's a video from 1987 of Edward, and I think he's playing a Charvel. Actually, he's playing a Charvel Superstrat, and he's trying to. Have you seen this? And no. and it's in fifty one fifty. Somebody comes walking in with a camera, and he's playing, and then he notices, and he says something like, like, like. Like he shook his head or something or, or whatever, but he kept playing. He was trying to figure out, this is 1987. He was trying to work out the riff of what he was working on. And then eventually that became a song called Amsterdam from the 1995 album Balance. So maybe you guys have seen that. Uh, but that's inside 5150. And and again, and he's playing a guitar, he's playing a different guitar. That's what I'm trying to say too. He's playing a guitar you never saw him play. But there had to be a reason why he was playing it, because I had the, yep. the sound. Sometimes sometimes they're just magical. I mean, you can grab three guitars, build the same exact guitars, and all three of them will sound different. And one's just gonna have that feeling or that sound that you want. And it, you know, the other two, even though they may may look identical is not going to come close mm-hmm mm -hmm. gary what's up man yeah you've seen that video right most of us if, if we're if we're you know uh major fans you know we've seen that amsterdam yeah sean great to see you man 
You're going to have to jump back on the show, man. Um, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, to be able to sit there and see Eddie and, and just be able to watch his. You can. There, there's video of that. There is video of that. I'm not going to show it. I'm going to show you stills from that. Well, I mean, how cool would it have been to be there, though, and actually see it as it was happening? Oh, it would have been amazing. Uh, and, you know, I feel the same way about that as I, I would love to have been in the studios with Randy just to watch his stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll show you guys some stills from this. Most of you guys probably know what I'm talking about. Here, Van Halen... Here, does that come up? Um, I'm not seeing it. Oh, wait, wait. This laptop, man. Janice, will you send Johnny a tweet that someone needs <laughs> Janice, to can you buy tweet him me that a, video? a new laptop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Janice, can you send me a new laptop, please? Thank you. I know where there's one you might be able to get cheap. Uh-huh. It may not be being used now. Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, I'm going to show you guys stills from this. Again, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not going to actually play it because of uh, copyright. Well, I mean, the guy who uploaded this, they don't own this either. But thing is, you don't want to be playing stuff that you don't you don't own because eventually it'll come back around and it'll it'll get you. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play it. I'll just show you some stills from this. So I don't know if you've if you've seen this, but it's it's a guy. Like going into 5150. Like he's walking in there and he sees Eddie playing a guitar. <laughs> he's playing Jake's guitar. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's trying to figure out the riff. He's like really trying to figure out what he's playing there. <laughs> That's a Jakey e. Lee guitar. It is? Yeah. It's a Charvel, right? Yeah. But so there is there is video of him at fifty one fifty trying to figure out what he's doing. He's working through it too. Like you can see, this is three minutes, three and a half minutes. He's he's the entire thing. He's he's working on the riff. He's trying to figure it out. He's stopping and starting. He's playing it, and then eventually, like I said, it became a song called. Amsterdam, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, seven years later. Wow. He, they used it. <laughs> and, and if you guys want to see this, it's called Rare Footage, Eddie Van Halen playing Amsterdam on a Charvel in 1985. I mean, that's, that's not correct. It was 87 um, at 5150 Studios. Anyway. Yeah, that that's looks like the Jakey e. Lee signature Charvel. Hmm. There's a white one and a blue one. 
Lewin doesn't have the pit guard. Hmm. Janky lady. I saw him at the Nam show. I saw it when when you, they introduced. You need to get a channel ID from him. I well this this uh, this Nam. I mean, like I I'll be there starting the starting the twenty uh, fifth, January twenty fifth. I'll be there. So I'll definitely I'll be getting channel IDs left and right from whoever I see. That's basically two months away. It'll be it'll be. Uh, oh yeah, eleven, twelve. Oh, you're right. Uh, that's almost tomorrow. That'll be great. Right on. But anyway, anyway, you guys see. So there is footage of Eddie at fifty one fifty working on a riff, and and there's got to be more stuff like that, you know, that we'll see at some point. It'd be nice, like home movies. You know, like Alex yeah. walks in and they joke around and stuff like that would be hilarious. Actually, that stuff did exist and it was taken <laughs> down. Although I did keep it, so I do have some of that. Um, it's Alex. They're actually uh, Alex is cutting everybody's hair. There's, <laughs> you guys remember seeing this? And I talked about it on one of these one of these Tuesdays. I I did a video where I talked about this. I have the video. It was taken down eventually, so I don't know if it's around anymore. I kept it, so I have it. But it, it's it's Alex Van Halen uh, being a barber and and cutting everybody's hair like shaving everybody's heads. And I think I think one of the guys that you see in the video, I think it was David Bertinelli, Valerie's brother, David. I think he was the one in the video where he gets his head shaved by Alex. And it was outside 5150. It was in the in the parking lot there. So stuff like that exists too, you know? <laughs> Jeff Davidson, you coots, you guys remember seeing that? that was, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. So, well, know, the video would, anyway. That that would be so out. cool if they would just. I mean, for the fans, release it. Re, make a, a a two or three or four DVD set. You know, fifty one fifty home video. You know, mm -hmm. and here you go, hundred bucks for four DVDs. They'd sell like hotcakes. Mm -hmm. Os, if, if Osborne's would do that with Randy stuff too, it would sell like crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Well, see, I don't even have a DVD player, so <laughs> I don't know. I said this yesterday. CDs are really, yeah. CDs are old. And so mm -hmm. I would think DVDs are kind of old too. Now it's about streaming. Like, like that, that, that's the whole problem. That's the whole problem with the music business right now. And, and trying to figure out how you put products out because because a lot of it is is virtual. I mean, look at this. I mean, we yeah. put a show out. It's it's virtual. We're you know, it's it's on YouTube. It's free. We're we're, we're three thousand miles apart. We're three thousand miles apart. We're giving you guys free content here, and we're giving away magazines. Which, by the way, in just minutes from now, look at this. In just a few minutes, we'll we'll spin. Well, we're not spinning anymore. We're doing number, uh, random number. It's a random number thing. But then look, but then albums are coming back. Vinyl's coming back. Well, the thing is, vinyl never went away. See, if where I live out here, vinyl never went away. Amoeba music. 
Rasputin's music was always there. So you could always go and buy records. Always, always, always. So it is kind of weird to, to see how, like, I mean, it, it came, you know, like in, in the Barnes and Nobles, all of a sudden there's a vinyl yeah. section. Yeah. And it's like, I thought that was kind of strange, you know, because <laughs> it's like, what? Records never went away. But now there's, you know, reissues of that. Um, uh, Laz would know. Laz, he's from here too. You know, that stuff never went away. So it, it, it's it's interesting. You know, it's back. Uh, um. You know, I do buy CDs here and, and, and again, just so I can listen to them in my car, because I don't have mm -hmm. a CD player here. I can't listen to CDs. Uh, but uh, what? Don't forget to mention Saturn Records. Mikeins, what's up? Saturn Records was an amazing record shop in Oakland, California. They would save all the Van Halen stuff. And I, I got first dibs at anything Van Halen that would come in. That included autographed albums. That included the Looney Tunes uh, red vinyl Warner Brothers promos. I had several of those. I, would, I used to buy them for 10 bucks a piece back in the day. <laughs> now they're 100 bucks a piece at least. I had all this stuff. Actually, I, did I give one away on the channel? It was the one with the, the reissue with the red vinyl, you never did give that away. I don't think you did. I had one several, well, actually, no, it's been several years now. When I first started doing these shows, I had a copy and maybe I sold it. Yeah. If I did get one now, though, I, I would give it away. I would do a giveaway. I can probably get get one. But anyway, vinyl never went away, but now it's back. CDs are, yeah, whatever. See, that's when I think, when you say DVD set, Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't even watch DVD. I don't buy DVDs, you know? But see, the, but, problem, the problem is if you buy it like, like on my uh dvr for my tv setup send johnny being a new laptop janice just tweeted me <laughs> thank you janice thank janice, you janice who did you tag in that <laughs> tag who did you apple. tag in that tag apple <laughs> Ta tag apple yeah. i need a, new, a, a a laptop uh but I, like i have the dvr setup where i can you know buy purchase it and download it but the problem is if i ever get rid of that then i lose all the movies and stuff that i bought so I still like to the have what the now? DVD. Say that again. I, I was reading comments. Okay. What, what if, was that? If, if I, on my DVR setup, if I take it and I, I purchase a movie or like I purchased the, the Randy Rhodes thing, and I got, I probably got 12 movies on there that I bought. So if you purchase a, a stream, if you download a stream, if you, if you buy, you're if you paying buy, for the service. If you lose that service, you lose all the content. You lose, that's yeah, what you're you saying. Lose, yes. That's, that's how Apple Music is now. That's how. That's why I still like DVDs. I, I want to physically have some. If I'm buying it, I want to be able to have it. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know. I mean, but I, I'll I, say. Wait, well, you know what's funny? If 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 they would if say Van Halen come out and said, "Hey, look, here's our entire history from day one to the last day in the studios for DVD set." Not only would it sell, but there'd be a resurgence in DVD players being sold too. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm telling you. I don't know. I I would actually think a lot of Van Halen fans still have DVD players. Well, you don't. No, I don't. I'm I'm the exception. I your does your I, computer have one? Your, your, or do no. you just have a laptop? Okay. No. Nope. No DVD burner here. No CD player. Um, 
I would think a lot of people in the chat. In the chat, how many of you got, do you guys still have DVD? DVD? DVDs? CDs? Do. do you guys still use all that stuff? Like I said, I don't. Like like if I was to if I was well My laptop won't play them, Johnny. Well, technically, if if I use the uh where is that? I have a dongle. Where's the we haven't said dongle in a while. I have a dongle where I can I can plug into my laptop and I can plug in plug in a, a, a DVD a, an ex, external yeah the external word? external yeah, drive exter I had one of those actually and I, I gave it to somebody I had an La external Laz DVD give it drive. back to him <laughs> no it wasn't Laz <laughs> I had one and I I gave it away but I should probably get another one I mean yeah because if Van Halen puts that out you'll have to have it. Well, I don't know if they're going to put that out, truthfully. I don't know if they're going to put anything official like that out. You never know, though. With with Van Halen, a lot of times, you know, they, they all of a sudden, like, you wake up one day and, oh, there's a new, there was a new tour. Or, oh, there's a new record. Like, like you never knew anything previous to that. Unless something leaked the night before, which I, that happened with A uh, Different Kind of Truth. The stuff leaked out the day before. Oh, because of iTunes. iTunes all of a sudden put up the previews. And we're like, oh, whoa, you know. And I had already, speaking of DVD players, I had already burned all the iTunes previews to all the songs on a CD and would listen to them in the car over and over and over. But none of the previews had the guitar solos. Oh. So when A Different Kind of Truth came out, I had pretty much already heard the entire thing. I just didn't hear the solos. So when I bought the CD, actually I downloaded it first off iTunes and then I burned, I burned that or no, I, I had the, uh, iPod. I had the iPod. So I had already heard like everything, but I just didn't hear the solos, you know, which is, which is what you would want to hear from a Van Halen song. Oh yeah. 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 That's true. iTunes killed the radio song. Sean is saying live without a net is outstanding on VHS. Dude, I played that thing every day back in the day. 87, 88, 89, 90, 91. Until uh until the next one came out. Right here, right now came out in 93. But there was always something kind of weird on that one, like the, the audience sound. It sounded like some like it was a it was obviously a loop. So it always made me think, yeah, there's something up with this. And then of course we learned later on they had totally re-recorded everything. So I'm like, huh, okay, that kind of makes sense. It's just like Kiss Alive using a Super Bowl audience for their first live album. Hmm. Yeah. How are we doing on? Okay, we're after we're up to two hours. We do have Let's... one more thing to talk about. We do? Yep. The Eddie Van Halen Jason Becker guitar. Oh yes. Yes. Here, let, let me uh let's grab this. Yeah, we had my friend on. What was that? A couple weeks ago? Yes. And he, he actually has the guitar and he, he was showing it to Come us. Here. Hi. Hi. Let's see. I'll show you guys this. When was this? Oh, this is posted yesterday. 
present. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot to look at the chat, you guys. I asked how many of you guys have DVD players. Actually, I do have one, but it's not hooked up. It's, it's just sitting there. So plug the two RCA jacks in and the power in, and you're good to go. Yeah, but I, I don't. So I, I still have two, but I don't have them hooked up because my PS5 is a Blu-ray player. You can just watch that on your on that, yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. All right, check this out, you guys. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Coots13, thanks for hanging out. Although, Coots, if, if you don't want to leave yet, we're, we're doing a giveaway. If you just want to wait like five more minutes, we'll, uh, we'll do the giveaway. Um, Van Halen News Desk, uh, a closer look at the EVH guitar gifted to Jason Becker. That's the actual guitar right there. I think it was number 69, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's what he was saying. Yeah. That that was a uh, that's a PV Wolfgang that Edward gave to Jason Becker on December fourteenth. Okay, that's when it is. December fourteenth is when the auction starts. On December fourteenth, the guitar Eddie Van Halen gifted to his friend Jason Becker in nineteen ninety six will go up for auction. It was a very special gesture from one friend to another. Um. And yeah, we, we talked we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. There's Edward with the guitar right there. I've seen the guitar many times in person over the years. Here's 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 just like one of the. Uh, this is just one of the photos. I mean, I've 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 seen the guitar many 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 times. I still I, say I, it's that it's going to go over a quarter of a million dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're hoping. We're hoping it goes for. Uh, I mean, just because whatever. of the documentation, you can watch the video. You can watch him sign it. You can, you know, everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, you watch him play the guitar. You watch him sign the guitar. He gives it to to Jason. And if if you guys have not seen this, Jason Becker, not dead yet. The documentary yeah, I, if you guys have I not seen this you guys got to see this it's very good i rented that and watched it right after i heard about it on your show mm -hmm. if you guys have not seen this you'll learn all about jason becker about his family um i mean his career in music and you can actually see me in the in the film a couple of times. So <laughs> if anything, watch it to see me. <laughs> Spot set. I, OK. Get the movie. Look, you can watch it on YouTube. Watch the movie. See that phone number? Text me screenshots of me in the movie. I'm just saying I, if you guys want something to do, watch the movie. And I'll give you a hint. You don't see me till the very end of the movie. You you see me you see me walking in with the family into the venue. You see me walking, and you'll notice it's me because I'm wearing the hat and the glasses. It's totally me. 
And then you can see me in the, the very end of the movie, Joe Satriani is playing and you can see me in the crowd. And I actually filmed Joe's entire performance. You can watch that entire performance on my channel here, actually, of Satriani from that night. And of course, you guys all saw this video. This is the video of Edward at Jason's house playing the guitar, August 31st, uh, 1996. So there you go. So the, the guitar is going up for auction December 14th. So keep it, keep it tuned in. Van Halen News Desk. Uh, obviously, we'll be talking about it. My friend is, is, is the one who has the guitar. He, he, he Watch the video. Actually, at the end of the video uh, here, I'll have, you know, I've got the two screens of the two previous videos. One of those will be the video with where we have my friend with the guitar. So make sure you check that out. But but we're really trying to get the word out. Hey, can I, can I plug my movie? Sure. <laughs> Gung Ho, 1986, people. I'm in that <laughs> with Norm from Cheers and the future Batman. Uh-huh. Had nothing to do with Jason Becker or Eddie, but. <laughs> you can see you. You can see you in the yeah. movie. Yeah, quite a few times actually. During the Send main, screenshots the main, of of Ron in the movie too. To this, the number. main part, the main scene, the fight scene. I'm all right there. I at one point I'm staying with George Went Norm from Cheers. So. We can see that on YouTube, right? Uh, I don't know if it's on YouTube or not. Do you have that movie on DVD? Yes, I do. <laughs> actually, well, actually, uh, no, I don't have it on DVD. I have it on video cassette because <laughs> i bought it when it came out man they, they didn't even give us a copy that was a bad paramount studios wouldn't even give us any did they you didn't have any lines though or did you yeah yeah you did yeah so you, are, yep. are you in the credits no because uh our plant they filmed it down here at the national international harvester navistar plant part of it mm -hmm. and the plant manager was a, uh, let's just say, not very nice. And now I'm being extremely nice by saying that. Uh -huh. So we had you four. Can say, you can say not very, very nice. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, we had four production lines in there. And for the movie, they shut down two of them. And that's where we was filming. And the guy's first name, I'll just say his first name. His name was Howard. He charged Paramount Studios for the two weeks of the daily production when those lines were scheduled to be shut down anyhow for the shutdown. Mm -hmm. And when Ron Howard found out about it, he took everything he had to do with this town out of the credits. Oh. Couldn't, take, could, couldn't take it out of the movie because it was the main the fight scene they built up to. That's all there. So he couldn't he couldn't they couldn't go reshoot it. But he, he said, you know what? Fine. Because, I mean, Howard charged them the full 14 days, including Saturdays and Sundays, production runs. Said, well, we got to shut it down for two weeks for you guys. So so Power <clears throat> Paramount paid International Harvester all that money for absolutely nothing because they were scheduled to be shut down anyhow. And when Ron Howard found out about it, let's just say uh, Opie Taylor, Richie Cunningham wasn't very happy. <laughs> <laughs> he even wore a hat that said Surf Ohio on it. Ron, Ronnie did. Wow. So, 
Yeah. So that's the, so there's no, no credit to anything in Ohio in that movie. Oh, but those that are in Pittsburgh, we were on, we also had to go to West Carson Avenue and film the jumping jack, the exercise, exercise scenes that was in an abandoned, uh, factory had been shut down for years. It was just their courtyard. And then we had to go there for three days and film the jumping jacks where, you know, duck hop and all that crap. I haven't seen the movie, so don't spoil oh, it. Oh, okay. You need to see it. Actually, I think you can watch it on YouTube. You might have to rent it though. Yeah. I'm not sure. But huh. yeah, I mean, what movie was that? It was gung ho yeah. from 1986. Japanese really quickly buying. Really quickly, you guys, don't leave yet. We're going to spin for both these magazines. We'll have two winners tonight. You guys can win that. I, I got to do a refill real quick. Tell them, again, tell them, I'll be right back. Tell them what, what movie you're in. You're muted, though. <laughs> I didn't mute you. <laughs> he left. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, on, on your screen. Oh, no. You have to unmute. On your screen, on StreamYard. It's not that. It's not the, it's, it's on StreamYard itself. There right, you go. No. All right. Oh, it's but good. <laughs> that's okay it's your it's your camera mike it's okay though tell them what move uh, tell them about the movie uh it was uh it was pretty neat because uh ron howard was there uh you, you know michael keaton was there and a lot of people don't know this michael keaton's from the pittsburgh area and his real name is michael douglas but since there's already a michael fam a famous michael douglas they went with keaton and he got his start on the uh Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in on TV. If you ever watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which I'm sure most of us have, uh, when he would put a, a an old 8mm movie reel into his picture-picture to show a little uh, movie on the screen right there, he was actually handing it to Michael Keaton, who was the camera guy that ran the, the projector for that. And uh, Mike Michael told me, he said, I used to have fun with Fred. Uh, he said he would open that hat that he would open that up to hand that to me. And I, and I would be like, uh, forgive me father for I have sinned, you know, stuff like that. He's he always had, he always had Fred laugh and he had to do retakes. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. And, and, and I'm the only person in the world that took Norm from tears and Batman to a strip club. <laughs> and when the funny part was when we all walked in the door, they saw George went Norm, and everybody goes Norm, just like they did on Cheers. <laughs> and they they were putting hundred dollar bills instead of dollars, so they they just say they were very popular that night. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard of the movie. I mean, but I've I've never seen it. Well, it's it it's fine. I mean, you know, because I was working at the American plant. And this, this, this is what's going to happen if Japan would come over and buy it. And then fast forward to uh, 2000, I started working for Honda as a tool and die maker. 
And it was so funny because even though that movie had been 15 years prior to that or 14 years prior to that, it was just like the movie. It, everything they make fun of. And I, I mean, I walked in and when, when I met with them for the interview, they all stand up and bow and hand you their business card. So I did the same thing Michael Keaton did in the movie. They all handed mm -hmm. him his business card. And he looks at him and goes, okay, go fish. And throws a card down. One of their business. So I did the same thing. And they all looked at each other and like, gung-ho. And then when they found out I was in it, they were like, oh. And then it was like, oh, you got the job. <laughs> so oh I was, God. yeah, it, it was funny. I mean, it, but it was so much, just what they do in that movie is what they were doing in real life. I got to see that movie. Uh, Leanne says, Ron, you said you were fight scenes. The, yeah, the fight the scene is in front of our uh, press line number two and the roller table. You haven't seen it. The roller table that Michael Keaton and the uh, Japanese guy from 16 Candles. I think that's what he was in. Uh, roll down and fight. And then they fall into a box. My dad also worked there. He was a, a millwright. So he built that roller table and the breakaway box for all that stuff. Oh, cool. But um, and I have pictures. I've, I've showed Johnny the pictures before, me standing there with George Went and me and Michael Keaton standing there. Mm -hmm. So it, it was it was it was definitely interesting. And they had uh, they had caterers, the guys with the chef hats and in uh, semis. I mean, you could get T-bone steak and caviar for breakfast if you wanted. They, oh, and they so had good. they had wine coolers. I mean, it was unbelievable. We got to become actors. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely, it, it was definitely interesting. I, I saw a, uh, on TikTok, you know, I, I look at TikTok. I don't buy DVDs. I, I, I just, I scroll tick, I doom scroll on TikTok. I saw a video of, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever. It's the, the, the clip was, was him leaving LAX. But he was wearing a, a hoodie with sunglasses. His face was totally covered up, and he was just walking. So people in the comments were like, how do you even know that was even him? Because <laughs> he looked really suspicious just walking th through the lines and stuff. But then he goes, and he gets into, like, a town car. You know? <laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, you got like, to watch yeah, that, man. But the funny part, and, and, and I had this, well... There was one guy, Otaga, that was his first name. I was on midnight shift, tool and die maker. And there was only three of us in the department. And the guy by the name of Otaga was our supervisor. And I happened to look at this great big, it was a radius drill, radius arm drill, gigantic. I mean, it was like 25 feet long. I couldn't even put my arms around, you know, it was drilling a big drill bit. But I looked at it and it on the, on the nameplate, it was manufactured in Hiroshima. So I went in and I, I walk in and, and when you walk in, I mean, they stand up and bow at you and everything. At least they did in 2000 when I started there. Uh, he's like, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I said, come out here for a minute. So he, you know, he comes trotting out there and he, I, I go to the radio arm. He's like, something wrong? I said, yeah. I said, right here on the nameplate, it says it's made in uh, Hiroshima. You know, uh-huh. I said, is that Hiroshima or Hiroshima? Because every time I watch History Channel where we bombed you guys, I hear it both ways. Which way is it? He's like, oh, I cannot help you. And he turned around and walked back in the office. He wouldn't come out and talk to me the rest of the day. So, oh, I man. mean, it, it was, yeah, I, I was always messing around with stuff like that.
Johnny Rock says you're not listed on IMDb for that. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. Like, th there's no credit for that. Yeah, all because of Howard overcharging. It wasn't even, it didn't even, well, he overcharged him, but it wasn't even supposed to be there anyhow. Hmm. There you go. But if you want to see my IMDb page, there's mine. <laughs> I have one. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Ready yes, to spin? Sir. You guys, we're going to spin. I, or no, we're not spinning. How many, uh, yeah, how many people eligible? Uh, let's see. We got 51 eligible users. So I, I, I would say go, go one to 100. Yeah, I've, I've got that. All right, we're doing a, a random number. So everybody in the chat right now, type one through 100. Wait, do I have to roll it first? I think I have to, I have to hit roll it first and then you guys I, type. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. that's how it worked. All right, you ready, guys? Again, this is for two magazines. Actually, we'll do, we'll do this twice. Yeah. We'll, the first winner will have a choice between the two, and then and then the second winner will go for the second one. Okay, and again, so you're not going to see on the screen like the things spinning around because we're not using that one, but Nightbot will say who the winner is. Okay. Yep, it'll come up and tell you. Yeah. All right, so the number one through 100, go. I see the number. Type one through 100. Type now. Type one through 100. I see this might take an hour. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. I see it. I see what the number is. One through 100. Keep going. Oh, and, and, you know, and to and to bring that in about the movie and Van Halen, Johnny, you sent somebody me got a it. <laughs> somebody got. Uh oh. It. Wait, did they? I don't know. But you sent me a picture. It? You sent me a picture about the screenplay of that movie. It had David. Lee, had something to do with David Lee Roth. So it comes in the Van Halen there. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Did somebody get? Did Nightbot say somebody won? Not yet. How come they're showing me? Keep typing. <laughs> For me, it changed, but it didn't say anybody won. It told me what the winning number was, though. I saw it. Why is this? Man, are we going to have? <laughs> are we going to have to use something else now? Just when you okay. thought it worked. Let me scroll up. I because all of a sudden the screen changed and it show it's showing me a, a, a user. It's showing me a user. But okay, may, maybe this was a slightly different one where okay, I I see a user, so I'm I'm assuming they're the winner. But can we scroll up and see the, the, the number? Um, you know, I'm going to buy you the bingo rolling ball set and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, I might need to have that back back here. Just a little one. Okay, if we can look through the chat. See, the chat's really going, so I don't. Yeah, it'll be impossible fine. to find what it was. Okay. The winning number, according to this, well, it's showing me a user. 
Like it, it's showing me somebody. So I'm assuming that's the winner. Okay, the winner is Revolution Is My Name. Um, Revolution Is My Name is the winner. For the first the, one. The, for the first one. And the winning number, see, that's the thing. The winning number was 83. Like I saw it. And then all of a sudden it, it went from that to it shows them. Okay, well, that's it. Picked the number, then showed you who picked it or who typed it. I, I guess, but, yeah. But I, before I it came up and showed Nightbot, said, you know, so and so is the winner. Yeah. Does it say in here? Did Nightbot say that? I don't see it. Because, see, now all it's doing me, see, now he's saying his wasn't 83. <laughs> see, it, well, apparently, <laughs> see, what it's telling me. Revolution is my name. What it's telling me, I see it. It says you pick the number four, and then you pick the number 99. 83 is Mark H. in North Carolina. The f scrolling back up, though. I don't know who. 88. <laughs> but it... <laughs> It just it okay i don't know okay mark h you're you're that was he had put you had put that in that's what i see it's the first one i've ah crap commercial come on hold on let me see if i can that's what it said okay so we'll 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 do it that way all right revolution which mag is okay we'll say revolution is the winner and mark h is the winner but how do we pick which is which i <laughs> Well, it, it it picked the number first, right? So Mark H it would picked, be. The... It picked the number, but it doesn't say that he picked the number. But it's showing me his name. That's what's weird. And so I stopped using the other giveaway thing because I didn't trust it. Now I'm not trusting this one either. <laughs> and we're to the bingo rolling machine. So I'm going to need like a big thing spinning back here with like <laughs> numbers and and. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Mark from North Carolina. Mark H. North Carolina is the first 83 I see. Okay. 83 was the winning number. I saw it. So that was first. So he gets to pick which magazine, then give. Uh, okay. Mark H. Which magazine do you want? Then Revolution gets the other one. Mark H. Do you want uh, Guitar World uh, 2012 or Guitar World? What was it? 2007. Mark H. In Plastic N Sleep One. Okay. All right. Mark H. That's yours. And then Revolution. This is yours. There you go. We somehow did that. But see, last time what it did was it told us in the chat. Yeah. What it, it said so and so won. And it showed it. For some reason, this time it was slightly different. Check, check, check. Is it working? There you go. You're back on that one now. Yeah. Okay. It switched automatically for some reason. Yeah. All right. So Mark H, text me four one five nine five two three two six three. Text me where to send, 
and then Revolution is my name. Text me, 415-952-3263. Text me where to send as well. But yeah, you, you did thanks, send me that picture. Was better. You, you did send me that picture. Had David Lee Roth on the something had something to do with that movie somehow. So that's bringing it back to Van Halen people. But it was a, supposedly a he was supposed to be he was supposed to be in it or something. I don't remember. We you said we talked like about it and we never did. Yeah, I know. But I, I, know. I brought it back to Van Halen, so we're good. There you go. That was eighty five. He was still in the band then, wasn't he? Well, well no, right. he was by eighty five. Okay. He was gone. All right. Well, he I was tried. gone by then. <laughs> okay, giveaway winners. Mark H. I N N C. Guitar World. September two thousand seven. Revolution is my name. Pantera. Guitar World, April 2012. Pantera. All right. I got you guys in the in the in the list now. So you have to text me though. If you don't text me, I don't send it out, obviously. Lewis was asking Lewis was asking Janice to to tweet you and remind you of getting the bingo thingy. (laughs) Janice, can you send me a tweet to remind me that we need to get a, a bingo spinner? They have little ones. They're about the size of softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I don't get it. Let me click roll it again and see what happens. Technology. Who'd have figured? One through. Okay, let's see what happens. Okay. Okay, we'll do a third prize just so we can figure this out. Between 1 and 100, you guys... There you go. Type now. Type now. Type now. Any numbers between one and a hundred, except for Mark H and well, because they're yeah. between all those numbers, the chances of them getting it again is not. That's why I didn't like the other thing because the other thing landed on me twice in one night, which made no sense. So I stopped using it. <laughs> okay, we'll give away a third. I'll give away uh, a Jason Becker guitar pick. Whoever gets this next one. Jason Becker guitar pick. Okay. This is going towards the next one. I see the number. I'm not going to say what it is. And I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Private chat. Okay. That's the number right there. I didn't get anything. In the private chat? Private chat on uh, StreamYard. On StreamYard, anyway. The, the, on StreamYard. Yeah. I don't have Do you see I, it? Oh, okay, okay. Up on top. All right. Okay. Yeah, where it says private chat. Okay. See All that right. number? Yep, I saw it. That's the winning number. That's what it's telling me. So it says waiting for a winner between 1 and 100. So you guys type numbers in the chat right now between 1 and 100. We both see what the winning number is. I want to see what the screen does. Can I type it in? <laughs> no. What if, what happens if I type it in? <laughs> Actually, if I type it in, well, tech, well, technically I, I am hooked up to that, so I don't know. 
Although no this one, is really no good for engagement. This is actually really good for engagement. So this is the way to go. Other than using the other thing. This is the way to do it. Keep going, you guys. I, I can't believe it hasn't been picked yet. Wait, somebody just got it. Yep. S somebody just got it, and it's still waiting. Or, okay, somebody, I, I see two people just typed it. Yep. But it's still, it says it's still waiting, so I don't, why is it not picking it up? Two people just typed it in. It's still waiting. I guess keep going. <laughs> <laughs> see now just, i don't trust it, this one either now now i'm just gonna randomly pick a name right i don't know it says still waiting for a winner okay okay now all right three. some does is nightbot saying who it is no i don't see it okay the a, a third person just got it although two other but see, this makes it look bad for the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Noel, how do you know that? Noel, how do you know that? Did Nightbot say it? Oh, Nightbot did say it. Huh. It's Nightbot. not showing up. It's, that's not showing up on my screen at all. But wait a minute. The thing is, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Somebody else got it before that. Yep. You want me so, to say who? He's in green. I don't trust. I don't trust this giveaway thing either now. Although I do like the, this idea of doing of doing that. Crap. Well, because I have to make up for this, I'm giving out two Jason Becker picks. <laughs> okay, so the person that actually first won was Michael B. Live. You type it. Go back and look. Michael B. Live got the number. As far as I know, who knows? Yeah. And then it says Lewis got it. Well, it which he Michael did. B, Michael B. Then Laz hit seven. Well, don't say Lewis. Laz because Laz is going to want one of these picks now too. <laughs> All right, Laz, you get one too. I told you guys. I'm. The thing is. I tell you guys, I'm giving stuff away. Using this giveaway system, I'll be giving everything away in one night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just gave away three Jason Becker guitar picks. All right. Lewis, text me. 415-952-3263. Who's the other guy? Michael B. Text me. 415-952-3263. You guys have to text me and do it now. Please don't wait because my, my text messages get filled up instantly, like all the time. So text me now where to send and I'll, I'll send it out tomorrow. So we did two magazines, two picks. There we go. Michael B. I just got your message. <laughs> See, now it says roll it again, though. So even that winning number ain't going to. See, I don't get that. I, I, I don't, don't know. Get it. We're going to have to go with the bingo caller ball. The thing is, I mean, I mean that, that, that's that's. That, I mean, that's really the only way. Unless you go online to a random number generator, online has nothing to do with Streamyard or anything. 
just go to I Google. might have to, I might have to do that because I the the engagement of everybody typing these numbers in without it being super annoying like it was kind of happening yeah. for a while like like this is really good yep so I guess we can just do it this way and then just keep an eye on on it and may, maybe maybe Nightbot's having a, a a rough night right now well Streamyard's been acting out I mean he just kicked me off the other mic for no reason yeah um so maybe uh i don't know i don't know although there there where's let me see giveaways you know it'd be cool get get a hundred picks and write one through a hundred one number on each pick put it in a disco or the disco ball jesus christ listen to me i'm showing my age put it in the bingo ball and just roll and just keep those picks in there you never have to take them out you never have to write on them again then we have someone pick a number or you pull it out and then that whatever that number is and when you're done throw it back in there for the next week's draw and it just picks but how do we know who picked that number well just have them do what they're doing here have them type in a number of one through a hundred and then but you how spin, does that spin then you spin the ball reach in and pull pick out whatever number on it but how but We'll have twenty people type in the same number in there. First, in first one gets it. Hmm. Random number. Let's try this one more time. Okay, this time this is just actually let me, let me shut it. We're gonna try this. Oh my gosh, we're gonna do this one more time. This is just for fun. <laughs> This time it's for fun. I, I just want to see what happens this time. I, I, I shut the browser. Ella, Ella, what's the word? Ella, <laughs> I can't even say it. Jay, what's up, dude? Jay was on the show Sunday night. Good to see you, man. The chat looks different for different people. Or since Drew That's Carey, true. since Drew Carey's from Ohio, also I'll give me give give you the old spin the wheel. You can put that in the background and just we'll put one through a hundred on it and you just spin it. <laughs> Let me. Okay, this. Let me try this one more time. <laughs> roll it oh okay okay oh i get i get it okay let's try this we'll try this one more time for fun Okay, one more time. Type numbers in the chat right now, you guys. I see the winning number. Type numbers in the chat right now. One through 20. And this is just for fun. Oh, it actually tells you. See, Nightbot is telling you now. Well, maybe it did before. I didn't see that. See, Nightbot, where is it? Did we see that before? No. 
One through 20. One through 20. Type now. Okay, see, maybe it's just Nightbot needed to be restarted. Okay, I see the winning number. As soon as I see it in the chat, I'm going to see what happens on the screen here. And this is just for fun, you guys. This is fun, isn't it? 1 through 20. Okay. It just told me somebody just got it. No, but that's not it. There's the winner. <laughs> we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. I don't think Nightbot can add. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, you guys, <laughs> we do giveaways on the channel here. Try uh, to. We, we got to find a better way to do them because it, it's, it, for some reason, there's something really weird happening. Oh, I probably, if we were smart, we wouldn't even say anything at all about this. So good night, everybody. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about this off the air. All right. You got, that was just for fun. That was just for fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happens if you type all the numbers in one sentence? <laughs> Leave it to Laz to do that. I know. All right. Anyway, we gave away two magazines, two guitar picks. Three um, guitar picks. Three picks. Three, well, one of them was for Laz, but I don't have to mail it. <laughs> Laz, you don't count. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. Anyway, yeah, we'll fig we're figuring all this out, especially because, you guys, you guys want to be here you know, in the future, future giveaway prize. 88 miles an hour. Yeah. Future giveaway prize right there. So you need to subscribe to the channel. All right. All right, you guys. Thank you. Thank you to all our channel members. Thank you for your continued support for this channel and these shows. I will see you guys probably tomorrow from somewhere. It'll be fun. Thank you again. Uh, the next time I see you, Ron, will be uh, Friday. Friday for talking yep. guitars. And yeah, I like to talk. I like talking about all that music studio stuff. We'll we'll talk more about that. Yeah. And thanks uh, everybody for accepting me as Dane's replacement for four or five months. You actually replaced three people. <laughs> well, they all left. I'm on three, I'm on three shows. So. <laughs> Every show, Ron is actually a different person. He just looks similar. All right. I'll just guys. start wearing different name tags. <laughs> Ron, Rob, Don. Uh, Jimbo. John Boy. <laughs> All right, Helen. you guys. No, I don't want to be Helen. <laughs> wow. You guys, thank you for watching. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And if you want more, jump on over to Twitch a little later tonight. Actually, not that much later. I'll be over on Twitch doing some GTA if you guys want to hang out. And I'll Come see on you back. Friday. Yeah.
All right, you guys. Thanks for watching. And uh, be good. Smash that thumbs up. And yeah, we'll figure this. We'll figure all this out. Okay. All right. Johnny Bean, Johnny Bean TV. Bye bye. Sammy. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, you right, right, you want right. to film? You can film all you want, Thank man. You. Okay. What do you want me to tell you in that camera? Hey, hey, happy talk. birthday to you, man. Thanks. I'm Johnny Bean. I've met hey, you a few Johnny times. Johnny Bean? Johnny Bean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Johnny Bean. Sammy Hagar here, man. Congratulations. Right. There you go. Hey, this is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching exclusively Van Halen on the Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! See ya!